The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from the pit at Elder High School. The Elder Panthers are playing host to the Middletown Middies in round one of the playoffs. And almost every corner of Ohio, every small little town, big town, wherever, there's a, a, about 224 different games, uh, or teams, excuse me, uh, in, in 112 games that are going to be played this weekend. But uh, when this weekend is over, it's going to half of them are going to be heading home. The other half are going to be looking forward to week two and uh, another opponent because now it's one and done. There's no uh, best of seven here, at least not the the World Series. So the Panthers are focusing in and uh, wanting to get a big win here and happy to be at the pit, which they've earned. So uh, joining me tonight is Steve Bengal and Tom Kennedy. I'm happy to be back. I've been off a couple of weeks and uh, back here at the thing. And last week, the the Elder Panthers... uh, uh, really uh, came out strong and knocked off uh, LaSalle 31-7. LaSalle, of course, playing a very difficult Winton Woods, and we'll be talking about all that tonight. But uh, big, big win for the Panthers last week. It was, and I would say, guys, it was Elder's best game overall uh, for the season. Uh, they, they were clicking on uh, offense and defense, and being senior night, uh, Luke Flowers uh, capped off a really good career, regular season career, with th- three touchdowns. Uh, against the Lancers last week. And then Ben Choster also ran one in as well. And the, the thing that was kind of unnoticed, but if you watch the game closely, uh, Elder had great field position the entirety of the game. Elder's worst starting position was the thir- their own 38-yard line. And the majority of the time they received the ball, they were on LaSalle's uh, side of the field. And it all started with uh, Ben Collins with the fake punt uh, early in the first quarter that, uh, you know, ran for 22 yards in a first down and extended the drive and, and created the first uh, touchdown. So for Elder, it was, a, it was a big win. It secured second place in the GCL, and uh, it got them ready uh, for tonight's game. They're on a three-game winning streak, four out of the last five, and five out of the last six games that they've won. So from Doug Ramsey's standpoint, uh they should be ready and, and, and looking forward to uh, putting a thumping on the middies tonight. Well, I, I think so too, Tom. It's like you know, the, the, like you said, they're on a roll after the the, 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 the whatever happened up at UC against Moeller. They've kind of righted the ship, and, and uh, you know, I think the, the Ron Colley game I think was key to the beginning of this run, just with the, the twenty-four to twenty-three win on the road in, in the hostile environment. They, they, they could they pulled it off and, and they could get it done they showed composure they showed great clock management down down the end and and they could have folded after the you know the, the molar game and they didn't they were resilient the kids came back and here here you go they, they're on a roll they, they if they win tonight they earn another home game so uh, you know that's in front of them and then uh, you know let the chips fall where they may looking at some other big matchups and probably one on paper that would look to be uh, the most competitive uh, tonight would be the St. X Fairfield game because they're very closely uh, uh, 
seeded teams uh, going up against each other. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that the Bombers are going to start getting on a roll. And looking at that bracket, Tom, uh, I'm kind of glad they're over there. Yeah. The Moller Crusaders, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, if, if uh, Elder does what should play out tonight and then, of course, next week, uh, they possibly could be playing Tom Grippa's uh, Milford team. But uh, Bombers uh, are looking to start season two off strong and get a win over Fairfield. You're right. And uh, Chase Herbstreet, the sophomore quarterback, got his feet wet, if you will, at the pit here. Uh, late second quarter, and, and he's never relinquished the role of the starting quarterback for St. X. Steve Speck also always has his kids ready to play, so it's good to see, uh, you know, St. X, if you will, playing a, a competitive Fairfield team as opposed to Elder last year, Steve, if you will, when, uh, you know, they had Elder head Colerain in that, in that second-round game. So uh, it, it looks like uh, the things are lining up. Uh, for the Elder Panthers in, in a good way. And, and it was so important when the seeds were announced last week, everybody always thinks you want to be a one seed. But it really doesn't matter. At this time of season, right, guys, it's all about matchups. Right. And, and that's exactly, I think, it benefited Elder. Yeah, St. X being a nine seed against Fairfield, the eight seed, I, I think St. X's schedule and what they've seen has been a heck of a lot tougher than, than what the Fairfield – Indians, I guess they're still called the Indians, uh, uh, you yeah. know, faced in, in, in GMC because they played nine games w- within. So, you know, the the double bonus for that, if you're for the Elder Panther side of it, is uh, if uh, St. X would hold on to win and Moeller beats Hamilton, which uh, is you pretty much figure is going to happen, you know, Moeller and St. X are going to, one of them is going to rub the other one out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, St. X uh, gave Moeller everything that they could handle. So, uh, um, so you know, so that's coming down the road, and that, that could change dynamics, uh, you know, of the whole playoff situation. Of course, a uh, uh, fellow West Side team, the Oak Hills Highlanders, uh, they, they knock off last week the, the Mideast who were playing tonight 7 to nothing, And, of course, uh, uh, Middletown's uh, starting quarterback was out, and they had a freshman playing so that you could attribute it to that, but the or the Highlanders finished five and five, and they they play a tough Springboro team, which we saw earlier in the year. They gave the Panthers everything in plus, and an Elder squeaked out a, a win. They're a very quality team. They really are, and I would say last week, without a doubt, the school that that benefited most from the Harbins was Springboro. Uh, they were they were on the outside, lower than four going in. Their win, uh, they played a tough Miami, uh, uh, Miamisburg team, if I'm not mistaken, to mm-hmm. beat them uh, late, and it, it uh, catapulted Springboro into a four seed, and now they get to host a team, and it just so happens it's the Highlanders, and if they can, uh, you know, hold court, if you will, and beat the Highlanders, then they're also going to host a second round game. So I think, without a doubt, Springboro last week. Uh, was the biggest winner in Region 4 is the way the Harbins all played out. And, and the, the, you know, the, if Springboro goes on to win that game, they'll get the, the Coleraine-Mason winner, and, and Mason is a strong team. So, you know, again, you, you look at matchups and you look at how things fall down the road. You know, Springboro-Mason is a good matchup for Elder to get one of those. You, you want to get, you know, the stronger opponents out of the way. So I think that's a, a good matchup uh, down the road uh, for 
for Elder. And just like I said, Springboro was the biggest winner in relationship to the seedings. Mason had the biggest win last week, if you ask me. They went to Princeton at Princeton and, and knocked off Princeton. So both Princeton and Mason are at 8-2. and two. Mason jumped Princeton to the 5 seed. Princeton is the 6 seed. Uh, but the gift that Mason gives is they get to host the uh, Coleraine Cardinals tonight, so that's never easy. But uh, it's it's going to be interesting how, especially the GMC's teams, are going to face each other in the playoffs. Of course, the, looking at our side of the bracket, uh, teams that uh, on, on the bottom side, Lakota West and Lebanon play tonight. And, and, and I would say that Lakota West, it, I mean, you're always looking at – there's. You know, like you, you, you think about the, the, the NCAA basketball playoffs, you're always thinking, okay, there's got to be an upset somewhere. But looking at this, Tom, I, I really can't see where there's going to be any upsets. I, I, I keep looking and looking. I, I, can, can you pull one out of here anywhere? Well, not tonight except for the St. X Fairfield game. But then the following week, if you want to project a little bit, uh, Lakota West, could be. We'll be facing the winner of Princeton and, and West Claremont. Which so would probably be Princeton GMC battle. Exactly. Again. So that you know that could be another GMC battle. Lakota West undefeated in the GMC, and Princeton coming off the tough loss, like I said last week at Mason, could be a potential for a close game there as well. Yeah, it, it's uh, this is what makes this time of the year so interesting. Looking at all these matchups, and of course tonight we're going to have an extended post game show here from the stadium. Uh, we'll try to get you scores, and you know, literally, uh, you can start plotting out all over. The, it, everything matters. We're going to be trying to get scores right. from yeah. all over the we state. We talk about four or five big games. They're all big games now. Yeah, everything's big. Even when you look at, uh, you know, some of the different regions, especially up north, uh, we'll try to get some and try to see who uh, stick. We'll be sticking around. If I could do one quick thing, my LaSalle Lancers, they lost big time here to, at, to Elder to Pitt. They were 1-8 and eight on the season, although they had two wins. The, the win against the Canadian team didn't count regarding OHSAA because Dayton Dunbar lost. LaSalle goes in at number 16. They're in the playoffs, and, and their gift, if you will, is to face an undefeated Winton Woods at Winton Woods. So good luck to the Lancers. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. going to be a tough one out, yeah. out on Winton Road tonight. So we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we're going to tear down this game tonight. The Middletown Middies coming in. Uh, after a tough loss last week, like we said, to the Oak Hills Highlanders, 7 nothing, and we'll try to break this game down as we return on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Sports Medicine. As Elder celebrates its 100th anniversary, we are excited to continue our efforts to support Elder and its athletes in their pursuit of Altiora, the higher things. If you or your family is in need of our expertise in sports medicine, we are available on the heart of the west side on Bridgetown Road, in downtown at our newest location at the FC Cincinnati Center of Excellence at TQL Stadium. Appointments are available online at mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... 
buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And we are back at the pit tonight as the Elder Panthers take on the Middletown Middies in a first-round playoff game in the OHSAA Division I Region Four playoffs. And... Uh, Looking at the Middletown Middies guys, uh, they have three wins on the season. They beat Loveland 47-33. They beat Sycamore 28-24 and Colerain 20-18. So the teams they beat, they should have beat, and they didn't have great years, and they lost to all the other GMC schools that you'd expect them to lose to. So I can't really say, you know, the one – you would probably do a bellwether last week with a, with his oak hills, and then when you heard that their starting quarterback was out, it's hard to say. Yeah, they, they started a yeah. freshman last week, uh, a 5'9", 155-pound uh, freshman, uh, Virgil Coleman. He put the ball up 24 times, connected 10 times, but three uh, three other times he connected with oak hills. So, uh, uh, yeah, so the oak hills on, on three interceptions scored seven points and, and, and won that game. Um and uh, you know, so, so uh, you know, Kellen Davis, the, their, their usual starting quarterback, hopefully he'll be back in. But his passing percentage isn't a whole lot better than Virgil Coleman's. He only passes at a forty-three point six percent completion rate. Um, you know, as you know, for starting quarterback, you know, he's uh, eighty-five for one hundred ninety-five times. They, so they put the ball up this year one hundred ninety-five times. Where they've rushed the ball 307 times, so uh, two to one. They're, they're, they're well, they're, they're more of a, a rushing team than they are going to be a passing team. So, you know, when Tom starts talking about Elder, it's like, you know, if they can uh, get to get them to have to put the ball up, um, I, I think is going to be beneficial for Elder on the year. Um, Middletown's uh, passed for 1,200 yards, and, and uh, they've rushed for. 1146 yards for uh, t- 2346 yards total offense um, and, and uh, the players that you're going to be we're going to be ta- that Len and Phil are going to be talking about tonight are the quarterback uh, Kellen Davis um, he's uh, 72 for 175 on the year uh, 1057 yards 43% with nine uh, touchdowns two interceptions on the year their uh, workhorse running back Lemon Chambers uh, a, a six foot, one ninety five uh, uh, senior, number five. He's run for six hundred yards on the season. He's averaging almost six yards a carry, uh, and, and uh, he has five touchdowns on the year. Receiving, they got, they got two. Their two top receivers, Demarco Powell and, and uh, Talon Malakote, who also is a backup quarterback and's put the ball up a couple times. So if you see number seven squirting around in the backfield, uh, look out. He may be looking downfield, um, but uh, they've. You know, those two uh, guys are the ones that are going to be getting the ball. But when we talk about it, you know, they got three wins. In the in the games that they've won, they've scored at least 20 points. In all the games that they've lost, they haven't even got – they've barely gotten to the 14-point uh, measure. So, you know, I, I think um, for Middletown, you know, if they can get out to a quick start, um, and I think if their, their defense 
can three and out Elder, and there's a lot of there's a lot of things that, that are keys for Middletown. They have to win the turnover battle. They have to keep it close, kind of push it into the fourth quarter if they have a shot at the game, and they have to win all three phases of the game and all play a perfect game to get out of here with, with a victory. I, I don't see it. You know, if they one mistake and, and uh, it's good night, nurse. Tom, uh, looking at the stats for Elder last week, overall yards 345. And when I, when I kind of was looking at it, I was going to say, well, let's see how many passing yards. But the, the rushing yards eclipsed the passing yards last week. And, and that showed, uh, you know, it's hard when you, you have a running clock. It kind of skews the stats a little bit because, you know, the game's shortened and so forth. Right. But uh, they, Elder has really d- have been able to balance well. And, and plus – the thing that you don't always talk about with our team defensively, Elder really bottled up the Lancers last week, and I, I think that Doug's probably want to establish that solid defense again tonight. I, I, I would think so too. And Mark, you said it really well. Uh, ben Schoester only had ten attempts last week and completed it seven times for ninety-three yards. Uh, Luke Flowers rushed for eighty-two yards on fourteen carries and the three touchdowns, like I mentioned. And Ben Schoester ran it 12 times for 67 yards, also with a touchdown. It was nice to see Jack Reuter in the game, nine carries for 44 yards. But you're right, the receptions were, were nominal. Uh, Luke Ottenrib had two for 37. Luke Flowers he had two for 16. Justin Ray had two for 13. And Ben Collins, the single reception for 27 yards. Jimmy Finley on defense, he hit his second interception back-to-back weeks, which was very encouraging. And the tackles uh, are really on the low side, if we will. Uh, Zach Goodekunst with five leading the team. Uh, Luke Paff with three and, and Bradley Horsenmeyer with three, along with Ben Volkerding. Those numbers are so low because Elder controlled the ball most of the game and they just had everything going their way. Macklin Masters, once again, four for four on the extra points. His field goal was from 34 yards and he had multiple touchbacks. The only time he didn't have a touchback was when he's kicking into the horseshoe. For whatever reason, the airflow is a little bit tighter, I guess. But if he's kicking towards the school, you can guarantee it's going to be a touchdown. Ben Collins may have had to play the game last week, in my mind. He was in punt formation in the first quarter. He faked it, ran 22 yards, extended the drive, and which led Elder to their first touchdown. He did have one punt, which was in this fielded on the seven-yard line, and... For that most part, you know, that was that was the way to go. Everybody knows the elder players, Schoester, Flowers, uh, Justin Ray, Ben Volkerding on defense. Uh, but the keys of the game for me are the just like what Steve was saying for Middletown, get an early lead, you know, win the line of scrimmage. So that means on defense, uh, that means Liam McKenna, Liam Hewlin, and Samari Freeman has to make it long, second and long for the middies. On offense, it's just the opposite. Ben Schoester wants it to be second and short. Win the turnover battle, win special teams, and we'll win field position. I see this game well in the hands of the Elder Panthers unless the unforeseen happens. In, in playoff football, the unforeseen is usually turnovers. If they can control, if they can hold on to the ball, stay healthy, they should be well on their way to a win tonight. Looking forward to it. their second uh, home playoff game next week. 
Well, you know, when you look at the stats, and one thing you always hear Doug Ramsey talk about when you're at Dad's Club, he always wants to take what the other team's going to give him. And he wants, if, if there's going to be a running game that he's going to go after, yeah, he can control the clock and control things. And I, I kind of see if, if they were able to do those numbers against LaSalle last week, I kind of look forward to Doug trying to establish a running game and then pop some big ones. But, uh, you know, you got the Justin Ray speed, which, know. you know, there's a lot of weapons that could have. The, the one thing, you know, concentration turnovers, those are definitely you, you want to make sure that doesn't happen. And, you know, I'm sure Doug is preaching that right now. He probably is. I can, can I have one quick shout-out to my granddaughters, Celia, Bree, and Paige? I know you're listening. Papa says hi. Hey, while, while we're shouting out, my son Mike and his gang, uh, uh, Stephen, Charlie, and Nate, and his wife Mel, they're always out there listening by the fire. So good. I uh, hope you're out there tonight, Mike. Yeah, and I uh, hope uh, little Nate has his pizza costume on. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that. Watch <laughs> he, 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 That was cute. Yeah, double cheese and some pepperoni on him there, that little sticker. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's time for us to head this, send this thing down on the field. And uh, our uh, Len Harvey is with head coach Doug Ramsey. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, last week probably as close to a complete game as you could play in a win over LaSalle. Yeah, we did. We were, we were pretty solid everywhere. You know, we, we sputtered a little bit early on offense, but then after that got things going. Defensively, we were really good all night. And, you know, and, and the special teams, uh, again, did a really nice job. So uh, you know, we, we had a couple kicks that didn't get in the end zone, but we actually pinned them, you know, inside the 20 on those plays. So, yeah, so it was a good night overall. Yeah, and, you know, regular season is now over. Everybody starts there 0-0 zero zero again. you got a great position, number two seed, but in the postseason, it's survive in advance. It is. That's the thing. Talk to, you know, talk to the kids about, you know, you have a bad night, and it's it's, it's do or die now. You know, you if you if you don't play well and you lose a game, season's over. And, uh, you know, you got to play with a little bit more of, uh, you know, a sense of urgency. You know, you got to you got to make play. You don't want to press, but you, you got to make plays. So, obviously, any differences in practice this week to prepare for the postseason versus the regular season, like you mentioned, the do-or-die kind of last game? No, no, not really. I think that's the thing that our, you know, what our schedule allows us to do because you, you play in so many big games is you just just keep that, you know, that, that normal routine each week. And, and um, you know, don't you, you don't ever want to get too, too excited for a game. And, and at the same time, you don't want to ever over, overlook an opponent. It's just that, you know, that same, same approach to each game. Now, glad you mentioned that. You know, obviously, three and seven, you don't look at the record in this. It doesn't matter at all. What would you expect from Middletown team tonight? Well, they've got some good players. Uh, honestly, they've got a, uh, on defense, they've got a, um, a defensive end um, who's got a couple scholarship offers. Number 55, he's he's a really good player. Uh, 54, their D lineman, and it does a good job. Uh, their one linebacker led to GMC in tackles. You know, offensively, they've, they've got a running back that runs around, you know, pretty skilled. Um, you know, last week against Oak Hills, they went, oh, because we were seven to nothing. Well, they were without their first and second string quarterbacks. Uh, they played a freshman at quarterback last week, so struggled. Uh, uh, word is that they'll have at least one of those guys back this week. Uh, one's a thrower, uh, one's a little bit more of a runner, so we'll have to see which which one comes back. Now, obviously, keys to the game. You got to start out quick because you don't want to get behind. And that's it. You know, and, and when you play a team that that that, that hasn't won a lot. You don't want to. You don't want to give them. You know any belief. You know you got to come out early. and You got to take care of business early, and 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 you know make them think oh, this is going to be a tough night. Don't. You know they played Mason earlier in the year, who who's a pretty decent team. Mason won ten to seven. 
you know, because it was that. Mason kind of messed around for, you know, early in the game, and, and Middletown got momentum and, and, and you know, made it, made it a really tight game. Health-wise, uh, you mentioned that a few kids are, are back, and you mentioned about uh, the fact that you had players that could have played last week, didn't play. What about this week? What are we- I think we're at full strength this week. I think everybody uh, that we started the season with um, is able to play tonight. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Coach, and good luck tonight. You're listening to Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. The year, 1922. The median annual income, just over $3,200. A loaf of bread, five cents. A dozen eggs, 35 cents. A new car, about a thousand bucks. And a brand new home, about $6,000. Al Jolson was dominating on the radio. The New York Giants beat the New York Yankees in the World Series. The World Series is on the air. The Lincoln Memorial was dedicated in Washington, D.C., and Elder High School opened its doors for the first time. A lot has changed over the 100 years since. Among the more recent, we pledged to change the way we treat each other. The Civil Rights Act of 1964. We changed the way we travel. For the first time. A man has flown an airplane faster than the speed of sound. We changed our reach beyond this planet. We changed... 
the way we communicate. And we are calling it iPhone. We've changed the way we watch TV. But one thing has not changed in all that time. Boys still have to grow up to be men. And Elder High School meets that challenge still today. I'm Deacon Jim Roop, Elder Class of 1977, Alciora. This is Deacon Mark Machuga, congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Brozart Pharmacy, RedRiverGorgeCabinRentals.com, the Urology Group, Rooster's Restaurant, Joseph Toyota on Colerain, Hoting Realtors, Fuller Information Technology, Coldwell Banker, Ron's Roost, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Cooper Electric, Red Wing Shoes, Solution Shoster Smith Team at Morgan Stanley, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Cincinnati Cyclones Hockey, TicketJungle.com, and Skyline Chili. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening and welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. It's week one of the postseason for the 2022 high school football season. Tonight we are back at the pit at Elder High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther, Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at Sacred Heart Radio app at ehsports.com. Tonight it's Elder at 8-2, the number two seed taking on the 15th seed, Middletown Middies, who ended up at 3-7 and seven on the year. Elder comes in in the postseason after beating LaSalle last week, 31-7. to seven. Meanwhile, Middletown loses a three straight, including last week's 7 nothing loss to Oak Hills. They're coached by Don Simpson, who has been at the helm since 2017. Tonight's Wardway Fuels game time temperature is gorgeous, 62 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane. For the home and business needs, gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels, located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Playoffs are always a clean slate. Playoffs are a clean slate, Bill Bengal, but you win, you move on, you lose, and you go home. So a lot of on the, on the line right now. Everything just has to be what you game plan for this week. This is the only week that matters. Not next week. If you start looking ahead, you get caught in a game where, like tonight, you get Middletown coming in, you start staring at their record and say, we're a lot better. But on tape, they got guys that can make plays. So Elder's got to play a, a great game tonight. Put them away early. Don't leave them hanging around so that they think they got a chance in the pit tonight. Beautiful weather. So it's a, it's a good playoff atmosphere, but that doesn't change anything. Got to still get the job done. Zach Johnson will kick it off from left to right for Middletown. And they're in their white jerseys with the purple. It comes up to Ottenreeb at about the 15. He takes it across the 20 to the 25 to the 30-yard line. And right around the 29 is where he is stopped there. So the Panthers will have the football first and 10 around the 29-yard line. And that's a, a good start for the Panthers. I think Elder's offense tonight... It's going to try to, to get some of the things like they've done in the past weeks established, see if they can get that run game started early and really get Middletown on their heels. Now, they got some defensive linemen that, that have really stood out on tape, so we'll see how Elder can, can block them and really scheme against them to, to make sure they're not somebody dominating the game early. 
Elder going from right to left. They're getting, they got the opening kickoff, a first and 10 at the 30-yard line. Just underway with 11.54 to go in the opening quarter. Flowers goes in motion, gets the carry, and now he's going to carry it across the 30. And he's out to about the 32-yard line, a gain of a couple. Head pharmacist John Brozart invites you to the extra special services that a compounding pharmacy offers. Brozart Pharmacy, 45 South Miami Avenue in Cleves is nearby. And it'll give you the personal service you've been missing. Brozart Pharmacy, proud to support elder football. Second down and seven for the Panthers. They spotted at the 33-yard line. Carson setting up all the right side in. Carson Brown to the right side. they got three wide receivers now to the right, one to the left. They go in motion with Otten Reeb, and now four wide receivers and Justin Ray to the right. Looking right, but he's going to run it himself. It's Schuster across the 35 to the 40-yard line, and around the 41 is where they finally get him, and that should be enough for an Elder Panther first down. Big hole in that draw. Essentially what they do is they take Justin Ray, line him up on the inside. It's three split out. Go in motion and take him out to the fourth guy. So that has to bring somebody out to cover him. And if they go out on him on the inside, it just opens up a real easy hole for Schuster to get through and pick up that first down. First and 10 across the 41-yard line. They set up from right to left. 10.55 to go in the opening quarter. There is no score between Elder and Middletown. Now they go in motion with Justin Ray. They give to Flowers up the middle. Flowers going to cross the 45. 50 is going to go the distance. Flowers. 59 yards in the end zone for the touchdown. Pretty good start. That was a, that was a great play. I think, you know, they ran that similar uh, motion basically at the beginning of the series with Flowers. That time he found the inside lane instead of the outside lane. Just able to bust. He's very patient when he gets there. I mean, that's that's one of his characteristics. Is he's very patient, but he can change speed. The line did a great job blocking everybody on that one. That's perfectly executed first series out of the gate. 14th touchdown of the year for Luke Flowers. And LeMaster will look to add this extra point. And they set up, but the kick is up. And this one is good. So with 10.43 left in quarter number one, Elders on the board. They lead it 7-0 over Middletown. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. And Lester will set up to kick this one off. The Panthers with the lead, 7 to nothing. And the kick is going to go into the end zone just like he normally does. So Middletown will start off on the 20-yard 20 20-yard 20 line. Kelsey Chevrolet is your Westside full-service Chevy dealership, proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Now at Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg, or Kelsey Chev. Dot com. Big drive. It was three plays. It didn't take long. 70 yards 
The Panthers move it in a minute 17, and Luke Flowers with his 14th touchdown of the year, 59 yards. And a dominating run to start out. I mean, 10.43 to go on the clock, and Elder is already out of the gates with a huge play, and we know that Elder's defense has the same big play capability. Set up now with two wide receivers to the left side. Now they give up the middle. The big running back number five crosses the 30-yard line, and that's Lamont Chambers for Middletown setting up for the middies. First and ten, they'll have it now at the 30-yard line. So Middletown comes in in their white jerseys. They've got purple also. They've got the purple helmets as well, the middies do. They line up wide to the right side. They've got Max Johnson, who's a sophomore, in the lineup as wide receiver. They've got three wide receivers to the left side. And they set up now in the shotgun. And now it's going to be the running back Chambers again. But he's going to be back in the backfield at the 25-yard line. Samari Freeman, uh, it was uh, a lot of people helping out. Yeah, Samari Freeman was was the one of the guys who got through first. And that really made uh, Chambers on that play have to switch his direction. He tried to cut back inside, but then Volkerding and, and company Help to clean that one up. A lot of guys right there. So different than that first play from the last scrimmage. Elder got a great push up front. Virgil Coleman, the quarterback of the shotgun. He's at the 22-yard line. He sets up the shotgun on a second down to 13 at the 27. From left to right, they go. He steps back. Coleman does the throw to the left side. Complete to number three across to the 35-yard line. And that was DeMarco Powell for Middletown. And Powell will get uh, to make it a third down call right around the 35-yard line. So third and five from left to right, the middies go of your radio dial. And with 9.22 to play here in the opening quarter, Panthers have a 7-0 lead thanks to Luke Flowers' 14th touchdown of the year, a 59-yard touchdown run. Panthers on the board. Three wide receivers to the right side, one to the left for Middletown. They set up with Coleman in the shotgun along with Chambers to his right side. And now... Looking, looking again, Coleman, then the pass is complete across the 40, and he's out to the 44-yard line. So a gain uh, right there is Dorn catching it. So another first down for Middletown. Yeah, and that's going to be Mormon and Cameron Morgan who came up and made the play for the Panthers. So what Middletown's doing is really spreading Elder's defense out, and they're just being able to, to get in some areas and kind of sit on the outside, right around the numbers, you know, not making big flashy plays, just little things. When Elder gets a good push up front, though, they, they don't really get that same uh, access. First and 10 at the 44. The give is going to be Chambers, and he gets to the 45-yard line, maybe the 46 as he sets up uh, with 8.50 to go here in the opening quarter. 7-0 Panthers on top. It'll be a second down and eight. Ball spotted at the 46-yard line. Cliff View Lodge, part of the Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, has 16 individual rooms. Book a single room for just or just a private getaway. Book every room for family reunions, weddings, or corporate events. Check out the possibilities at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com. Second down and eight at the 46. Middletown with three wide receivers to the left side. Setting up now is Coleman. He's going to run it across the 45. And he goes uphill, and now now he's into elder territory, almost right at midfield, and they'll get it right at the Panther logo. I think they're going to mark him just shy of the 49-yard line, right at midfield at the 50. Then that one was a credit to elder had a decent rush, but they had a hat on a hat. So Middletown had every guy covered on the line, and nobody was able to get off their block when he started to, to, to run the ball up the field. So as soon as... As Coleman tried to get upfield, it was very easy to get to that second level. So another third down for Middletown. Third and four. They mark it at the 50. Three wide receivers to the left. Setting up left side. It's going to be the quarterback for Coleman. Going to keep it, and he doesn't get much. He goes back to the line of scrimmage. If that, it'll be fourth down coming up for the middies. 
Yeah, they're getting through on that one. What was uh, Volkerding got through on that one and made a big play up front, and that's going to force Middletown to go ahead and punt this one. So the Panthers kind of out of the gates, you know, go quick on offense and defensively really had to react to this quick-moving Middletown offense, but they forced the punt here, which Drew Murphy be back on the 15-yard line to receive this one. Malakati uh, back at his 37-yard line. A fourth and four at the 50 for the middies. Got to watch the fake here too, but Akati's going to punt this one to the left side, and it's going to be over by the 20. Take a bounce. Still with it, and it's going to hit around the 15-yard line. So the Panthers don't touch it. It'll be down by Middletown with 6.59 to go in the opening quarter. Panthers have a 7-0 lead. Portions of tonight's Elder game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith, and Jacob Lindsay of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, certified financial planner, practitioner at Jacob Lindsay, financial advisor at Morgan Stanley, are currently scheduling wealth management consultation. 513-562-8304. 6.59 to go in the opening quarter. Panthers have a 7-0 lead. They have a first and 10 at their own 16-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side. Schoester with Flowers in motion to the right. Now goes back the other way, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper. He's going to get across the 15 to about the 18-yard line. Again, of a couple for Ben Schoester. One of the things that you'll notice about Middletown is they got a lot of their guys playing skill positions on offense. They're also playing both ways on defense. So as this game wears on, you know, we might see some of that fatigue that, that we've seen with Elder not having guys going both ways. You know, it's, it's Obviously, it's not a heat thing. It's just more of a conditioning and you're continuing to get hit. So if Elder can dominate the line up front, I mean, that's going to start wearing some guys down. I mean, the big guy, uh, Lamont Chambers, you know, six foot, 195 pound, 220 pound senior, depending on the roster you're looking at. I mean, he's in, in there at linebacker. Second down and seven at the 19. It's going to be Schuster to run across the 20, and he's out to the 25 to the 26 yard line. So he's going uphill to the 26 yard line, and a first down for the Panthers. And that was finally brought down on that one. Ronan Casanova brings him down as he got just outside on that option play. Read it really well, saw that lane, and goes and picks up the first down. I mean, that's a fantastic uh, uh, pickup. And quick score update out of the gates. Western Hills on top of Milford, 8 to nothing. Wow. Is, it's 7 nothing here. Six minutes remaining in the first quarter. Panthers have the lead in the ball. First and 10 at the 27-yard line from right to left. Shotgun for Schuster. One wide receiver to the right. Looking to the right side. It's going to be Schuster across the 25. And not much more than that. He gets to about the... 26-yard line where he's stacked up there. Ron's Roost Restaurant and Pub and Westside Landmark for over 60 years. They're proud to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbrot and burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. It's enjoying the patio. 20 TVs every day. Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron's Roost. It's looking good. 5.20 now to play here in the opening quarter. 7-0. Panthers and the Panthers now have scored in the first quarter in every game this season. The last time they didn't score was the first quarter of Colerain overtime a year ago in the postseason. So a lot of streak there. Second down and eight at the 29. Spinning is shows to the throw. He's got Ray open at the 39. Complete to the 40 and out of bounds at the 44 yard line and Elder's 44 yard line. Nice gain for Justin Ray. Finally he was run out of bounds in that one. Gavin Thigpen was the guy who finally got to him. Schuster on that rollout. There was a little bit of pressure coming from Middletown 
but with Rayo open so easily is, is, is a nice pitch and catch. You know, getting that ball out there and continuing to move down. So the Panthers pick up another first down. Offense seems to really be clicking tonight. It is. Two wide receivers to the right side. Two to the left, a first down and 10 at the 45. Schuster back at his 40-yard line. Flowers goes in motion to the right. And now to the left side, he gets the carry. He goes 45. He goes to the 50. Now into Middletown territory at the 39-yard line. He finally gets taken down after a nice game. So Luke Flowers had a 59-yard touchdown run. That time gets a first down. Davis catches him on the inside, but Elder's going to go right to the line quick here. First and 10 at the 39. Shows to give back to Flowers. 40, 35, 30, 25, and he's out to the 21-yard line of Middletown after another 18-yard gain for Luke Flowers. I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Elder's going to go to the line quick again. I think I think I know what the, what's coming. First and 10 at the 21. Three wide receivers, two to the right. Now it's Flowers again. This time he gets tackled right at the line of scrimmage. Well, a couple of yards short of the line of scrimmage. Flowers gets... Uh, Hit up at the line of scrimmage that time for uh, the Panthers. It might, uh, it might be a loss of, a t- of one or two. On yeah, that Christian Printup was able to come through on that one. So finally one of the Middletown defensive linemen just kind of said, that's enough. I'm going to push through. You know, he's a guy that stood out on film as, as one of those linemen that could, could really cause some problems out on the end. And on that one there, he did exactly that, knocking the Panthers back to a second and 13. Second and 13 at the 24, 4-12 to play, first quarter, 7-0 Panthers. Otten Reeb goes in motion, Schuster back at his 31, now he's going to run it, 25, and spins across and gets down to the 19-yard line. So moving downhill, gets to the 19-yard line with a, with the Panthers, well, gain of five, it'll be third down coming up for the Panthers, 3.50 to go in the quarter, 7-0 they lead. Jacob Schorsch and Andrew Honorado on top of that pile as it was going down. Panthers looking at, I mean, it's third down here, but this is this is makeable distance for them. And, and you know that you have LeMasters there as your backup plan if you if you want to kick. So there's no worry in your mind. They're not in a position with a reliable kicker like Max LeMasters. It makes these third down situations a lot less yeah. stressful. And they got Reuter in at wide receiver to the right side. Shows to a third and seven at the 19. The give to Flowers. Flowers going to get to about the 16-yard line, a gain of about three. And it'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers. And they're going to mark it right around the 16-yard line. So it's a 33-yard attempt from here. Uh, let's see what they decide to do if they bring on the kicking team. Yeah, and I think Elder, it looks like as of right now, you know, just going to go ahead and run a play. I mean, LeMaster's, uh, you know, longest one this year is 34. So right at that, yeah. Right there. But I think Elder is going to maybe see if they if – they, like it and, and stick with it or maybe possibly burn a timeout. Two wide right, two wide left, and Schuster's going to take it. Back at the 25, gets the blitz, looking to throw, and throws it down the field. He's got Justin Ray into the uh, – no, it's incomplete. That was Carson Brown in the left side, and Carson Brown had it, and I don't – kind of interesting at the one-yard line. It'll be incomplete. Let's see, is it complete? They're moving the football down. I guess they're going to yeah. say it was a yeah. catch on was, side. I didn't see yeah. like a definitive signal no. because the ball was ripped out of Carson Brown's hands right as he stepped out of bounds. So calling it, I mean, it just, you know, obviously we're not worried about a review. I just didn't see a no. referee signal it. And Middletown guys were saying no. And Elder was saying a catch. So they're just waiting. But Elder, big play on the scramble by Schoester to find uh, 
Carson Brown down on the left side, and Elder's got a nice look from the one here. First down and goal at the one-yard line. Schuster shotgun, the give to Flowers up the middle, into the end zone for his second touchdown of the quarter and 15th touchdown of the year. So Carson Brown with the big catch on the previous play. Schuster really had, had to avoid a blitz right up the middle, and a guy just over-pursued, so he was able to step up. When that blitz was coming, coverage man for for Carson Brown started to come like he thought it was going to be a sack. So that's how Carson, you able to get that ball thrown over to the top, and then Flowers goes ahead and gets the exclamation point on it. The Masters will look to add the extra point out and Reeve hold. The kick is up, and this one is good. So with 2.32 left in the first quarter, Panthers 14, Middletown nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Why wait in endless lines at the pharmacy when Brozard Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Sacred Heart Radio, can fill your prescriptions in a timely manner with high quality. Brozard Pharmacy, fast, friendly service without the wait. 513-941-0428. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. 2.32 left in the first quarter. Panthers have a 14-0 lead. LeMaster will look to kick this one off and put this one into the end zone, which he's been doing all year. And from right to left, this is going to end up in the back of the end zone. So the middies will take over on the 20-yard line. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats. And they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shops and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in Elder Football at 513-751-1662. That's the Underground Sports Shop. So Middletown will take over first and 10 at the 20. Panthers two drives and two Luke Flowers touchdowns, and we're 14-0. First and 10 for the 20 uh, for Middletown. Two wide receivers to the left side and one to the right. Virgil Coleman at quarterback. They've got the big running back, Chambers, in the backfield. And they give to Chambers. Chambers going to go the other way. He goes, tries to find some room, and, and he can't because Paff got him in the backfield at the 18-yard line. Paff just broke down on the outside. I mean, it looked like he was ready for an open field tackle, and Chambers didn't know what to do. He tried to shake him, and Paff disciplined, stayed low, kept his feet underneath him, made a great play. Elder, that's one of the things you got to do against him. That's got to be hard. When you go one way and you don't like what you see, and you went the other way and it wasn't any better. Yeah, and Chambers comes into this game averaging about six yards a carry. He's got hundred, about 101 attempts, 600 yards, five touchdowns, and the Panthers doing a good job so far. Second down and 11 at the 19-yard line for Middletown. From left to right, they go. And they set up in motion. They go with Dorn in motion. Now the quarterback looking to run, and he throws it anyway down the sidelines, and it's incomplete. It was intended for Dorn, and he was double covered on the left side. Yeah, just nothing doing there. That ball was was fairly overthrown. Two Panthers in coverage, but really just heaving that one on the run as he was uh, chased. So now Middletown, instead of that last drive, you remember, they had a bunch of third and shorts. Now it's a third and 11, so this is a little bit more pressing 
for the middies, especially since Elder's offense has been rolling like it has. One minute, 40 seconds to go in the opening quarter. 14-0 Elder Panthers on top over Middletown. It's a third down and 11. Ball spotted at the 19. Two wide receivers to the left side, two to the right. Shotgun for Coleman. Coleman gets the snap, goes back to the 10, looking, and he's going to be sacked. And it's, oh, he pitches it to the left side, and it's at the fumble, and the Panthers are going to have it Panthers at the 16-yard line. Charlie Mormon gets the fumble recovery, and that was an interesting play to say the least, Phil. Yeah, Bennett. that was Liam Hewlett who came in and made the play, and as he's bringing Coleman down, he pitches it back to number 54. He pitches it back to a lineman. He gets it to Christian Printup. Who then when he, I mean, he's not used to having a ball. When he goes down, ball comes out. So instead of taking a sack and a punt, now the Panthers have the ball inside their own 20, inside the red zone. And Virgil Coleman, you know, a young guy, a freshman, that is just not, that is not the decision you wanted to make right there. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 17-yard line. Justin Ray. And Carson Brown off to the right side. Two wide receivers to the left side. And Otten Reeve is one of them. Look at Schuster. Schuster back. He's going to roll to his right. Throw down to the right side for Carson Brown on the end zone. Touchdown, Panthers. Carson Brown, 17 yards. He put it where no one else could get it but Carson Brown. Yeah, and I think over there the, the guy in coverage, you know, is not going to have very much on him. Only sitting at about five foot ten, And Carson Brown about a foot larger than that and just able to make that throw but you have to give credit offensive line and the guys blocking on that play because Schuster had a ton of time to get that ball out so just like that a bad decision on on instead of just taking a sack and getting a punt the Panthers right away answer with another score and the extra point is up and good so with 121 to go in the opening quarter, it's 21-0 Panthers. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Business owners, did your computer support company sell out on you? Is your support team now in Virginia or Arizona? How are they going to fix things from there? Well, they can't. That's why you need local support from Fuller Information Technology. Work with real people locally who can provide solid network technology with the latest cyber protection. And that means more uptime for your business. Contact Eldergrad Tom Waltner at Fuller Information Technology on the web at fullerinfotech.com. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal and the Panthers have a 21-0 lead after a 17-yard touchdown to Carson Brown in the right corner of the end zone. And LeMaster will look to kick this one, and it's going to be a, it'll be right in the end zone. And Phil Bengal, you've got some a uh, couple of updates, including the Call of Banker scoreboard. Yeah, so Lakota West up right now, 7-0 on Lebanon early. St. X is down right now to Fairfield with nine minutes to go in the first, seven to nothing. The Mason and Colerain game, though, has been delayed till eight o'clock. Uh, there was a, a report that uh, they had a bu- a, an accident involving one of the school's buses transporting, transporting the team uh, up there, so they're delaying that. There were eight uh, people taken to the hospital with that. So, well, you know, we'll, if we see anything else, I know it's on some news outlets, so you can check into that too. But that game's delayed right now till at least eight o'clock. 
First and 10 at the 20-yard line in this game, 21-0 Elder Panthers. And they set, they give it to the big running back, Chambers. And Chambers doesn't get anything. Oh, now he moves to the left. He got away, 25-30, 35-40, down the sidelines. He's going to, let's see, Mormon has a shot at him at the 20 and knocks him down at the 15-yard line. He was the only one that could get him. It looked like he was going to go the distance. Yeah, I mean, at six foot, 225 pounds, I mean, you're going to have to wrap him up. He keeps moving, keeps moving, keep moving. So the defense there, they thought they kind of had him take it down, but he keeps going. I mean, he he's bigger than most of the offensive linemen that Middletown has. You know, so he's a big body. They're going to have to bring him down. So this is the best, obviously, best field position Middletown has had this game. First and 10 at the 15-yard line of Elder. Uh, now for Middletown, 59 seconds and counting left in the first quarter. 21 nothing Elder. One wide receiver to the right, two to the left side. They set up with Chambers in the backfield to the right side. The quarterback's going to give it back to Chambers to the left side. 15 to the 10, and he's taken out of bounds at around the 9-yard line. A gain of 6 on first down for Middletown. Samari Freeman able to, to wrap him up and bring him down on that one. I think Chambers thought he really had a good lane on the outside and would have liked to have gotten a little bit more from this angle. Looked like he had a much bigger gain than that. So second and four here uh, for Middletown. I mean, I think they're probably, you know, go back to Chambers on, on this one. He's been running really tough this series. 15 seconds and counting in the quarter. Second and four from the nine. High snap to give to Chambers. Chambers trying to move his legs, and he gets inside the 10 to about the eight-yard line, and that will be the last play of the first quarter. The Panthers have a 21-0 lead, but Middletown is driving. We'll come back after the first quarter. We'll come back for second quarter action on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health, head team physician for Elder High School. Every athlete dreams of competing at the highest level, but getting there can be hard, and injuries can slow down even the best players. For injuries from the simple to complex, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can provide timely evaluations, treatment plans, and a comprehensive return-to-play program. We are available nearby no matter where you live in the greater Cincinnati area. Mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School, getting ready to start quarter number two. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Alongside here, and we are 21-0 Elder Panthers, but Middletown, strength of a, a big run by Chambers. He's brought them down to the seven-yard line. It's a third down and two coming up for Middletown. And they're going to make a, a change. They set up and they get in the backfield. Number 28, Eric Schroeder is in there. Two wide receivers to the left side and one to the right side. Virgil Coleman on this third down and two at the seven to start the quarter, looking to the bench. Try to see he's got one wide receiver in Powell to the right side and two to the left. And now they get set, ready to go here. Shotgun ready. They go in motion to the left side. Delay and game. Delay game. Yeah, you were counting it, Phil. It looked like you saw the ref threw it up. He threw up that it was a ten, you know, ten second count. And it's just I was just watching him. 
and they just kept looking and looking. So, so instead of it being a third and two, now now we're moving back to a third and seven. Not quite sure what they were really. They looked like they were trying to draw Elder off sides on that one. So I, I'm not sure if this is better for their offensive scheme, what they were trying to do. But well, they, I think they waited. They wanted to get Coleman. They wanted to get uh, Chambers back in the game because Chambers was probably you know tired after the last drive. So. It's a third and seven at the 12-yard line now. Chambers is back in the game for Middletown. From right to left, they go. Setting up now and now looking to throw. To the right side, it is incomplete. It was intended for Dorn to the right side for Middletown. So it's fourth down and seven now coming up. So the weirdest way I've ever seen getting a sub back into a game, taking a penalty, <laughs> and then there, instead of giving it to your workhorse, Chambers, who has just been running, just he's so strong when he hits a hole, and, and he's been moving him, and I thought you'd hand it off to him right yeah. there and just pick up the, you know, make it a third and short or fourth and short and let him go. But instead, you're going to go ahead uh, and, and look for the kick here. So that's kicker, that's Zach Johnson, longest kick of the year is a 36 yard field goal he's only he's about 50 percent on these it's a 29 yarder and now the kick is no good blocked, blocked off to the right side so the panthers that's samari freeman who got in there on that block yeah the panthers do a good job on defense and you know that's one of the situations you look at and what were they thinking why not run the ball like you know it's like uh, the scene from uh, the movie Blindside, where Sandra Bullock calls the coach, goes, "Bert, run the dang ball." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one of those, you know. Chambers is a guy that that so far in this game, I mean, even on the runs that Elders snowed him in on at the beginning, he was picking up four and five yards, and now it just looked like he was getting there. So, Middletown just maybe, I, you know, outthinking themselves on that one, and just you know keep it simple. And just do what works, trying to get on the board. But Elder's defense comes through. Samari Freeman with the big block. Now Elder takes over on their own 20. Reuter in at quarterback, a first and 10 at the 20-yard line for the Panthers. From left to right, they go. 11.50 to go in this second quarter. The pitch, and it's going to be Reuter going to catch the bad snap. And he crosses the 20 to around the 22-yard line. A gain of a couple. That could have been... Pretty dangerous. It's a good play by Reuter to catch that one. Yeah, Reuter was able to pick up a few yards, but Casanova and Christian Printup were right on top to make that tackle for the middies. So the Panthers, big benefit there on that on that stop. Uh, Cole Banker scoreboard update. West High is now leading Milford 8-6, to six, and with two minutes to go in the first, it's Witten Woods 7 and LaSalle 3. And just to reiterate, Mason Colerain game delayed until 8 o'clock. There was an accident. Uh, eight people were taken to the hospital, and uh, three buses contained there. So that is why that game is being delayed at 8 o'clock. We'll keep you posted on that. Second down and seven at the 23-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side. It's Schuster to throw. It's complete to Ottenreeve across the 30, 35, 40, 45, and he's out of bounds at the 48-yard line. Their own 48 for the Panthers, and again, a great job by Ottenry. Big speed from Luke Ottenry on the outside, getting up field. Smart move, Justin Ray not blocking downfield. He's in a bad position, so he made a good read, not trying to get it, even though he was in the same area. The Panthers almost about to flip this field. 10.49 to go here in the second quarter, and Elders looking to see if they can make this one a four-score game. Yeah, they're up 21 to nothing with 10.42 to go. Here in the second quarter, three wide receivers to the right side. First and 10 at the 47. Setting up with 
Schuster back at his 40, looking to throw, and he bounces one in front of Justin Ray. That is incomplete. Your health has always been a top priority to our partners at Mercy Health. Lucky for our student-athletes, they don't have to go too far to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jeffrey Fitz is always close by to help provide personalized care for our Panthers. And team physician Dr. Matt Bosom is just a phone call away for all your sports medicine needs. Thank you for all you do to keep our Panthers student-athletes healthy. Mercy Health is a proud sponsor of high school sports. 10.29 to go in this second quarter. It's a second and 10 for the Panthers at the 47-yard line. Panthers have a 21-0 lead. And another score update that we just got into, Springboro is up 20-7 to over Oak Hills. Second down and 10 from the 47 in this one, 21-0 Elder Panthers. Shotgun for Schuster. He's back at his 42-yard line with the two wide receivers to the right. And now Schuster's going to run it. He goes in right back to the line of scrimmage and nothing doing for the Panthers. It'll be third down coming up, and they might have lost a yard on that one. Yeah, that's just not a great play by the Panthers, but good job by Middletown just coming up and getting that push. We saw that, that they've done that a few times where they have been able to, to get a great push up front and, and get something moving with the offense line. So Elder taking her time here, getting this one in 10 minutes ago here in the second quarter. But I still think Elder's pretty confident here, right in the middle of the field, get a good gain and keep this drive going. Yeah, it's a third and 12 right at the 45-yard line from left to right. The Elder Panthers go, and looks like they're going to call uh, a timeout. We'll keep it here. Cooper Electric is proud to support Elder football. Reliable service and prompt quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for your home or business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. left in this one in the second quarter. Panthers had uh, been flawless almost, and this drives a little bit uh, different. Well, I, I think it's because you were kind of expecting that they were they were going to score and get in there. It's, I think, you know, it's, it's odd that they came back out on the field, but Middletown is like playing in spurts. You know, that's the thing is they, they, they do some great things on defense. One series one snap of the ball and the next one it's it's almost like they just kind of stand up and take the block so the past two especially on that second down possession they made a great they did a great job getting a push up front not letting shows to really get anywhere so put elder into a situation where they wanted to think about it talk about it a little bit more burn a timeout uh and, and see what they get what they've had some success throwing the football though to some quicker guys so here you know lining up to the showster's right will be luke Ottenry, but he'll probably be motioning out Third and a dozen from the 45-yard line. Shotgun for Schuster back at the 40. He steps back, looks to throw, and throws complete to Flowers across the 45 to the 48-yard line, going uphill to the 48. And that is going to be short of the first down. It'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers. Yeah, now he's going to bring out the punting unit there. Casanova just did a great job in coverage on Flowers. Now, had he not been there, Flowers had a really open field. But he covered that route all the way across, not letting it go. So breathing life back into Middletown, forcing Elder to punt for the first time. Dorn back deep for Middletown at the 20. Collins will kick this one, and he drives it back inside the 15. Great kick, and it goes out of bounds. Let's see where they mark it. It might even be inside the 10-yard line, but uh, they're going to say 15-yard line for the Panthers. But uh, Middletown, again, uh, tough field position to start this one, 21-0. Elder with the lead. And in looking like we're going from Middletown looking like they're going to get points on the board 
to Elder coming up with a huge block, and that's Samari Freeman getting through and blocking that field goal. And then Elder's offense really getting the ball out, but the drive stalling. So a little bit of a law here kind of in this this early part of the second quarter for both teams. Now, Elder's defense probably had some time to talk about, you know, hey, remember, fellas, we said first guy's got to wrap them up, and then everybody else has got to help clean up. Nobody let go until you hear a whistle. They'll mark it at the 13-yard line. Great kick for Collins. Three wide receivers to the right for Middletown with Virgil Coleman in the shotgun. And a give to the right side, and it's uh, across the 15 and out to the uh, 20-yard line. And that time was not Chambers carrying it. Yeah, Eric Schroeder came up with that one, and he's... You know, another one of their backs. I mean, he's got 63 carries on the, on the year, 351 yards. I mean, he averages over about six yards a carry, and that was right about where he'd be at, putting Middletown at a second and three here on the 20. Second and three from the 20-yard line, 8.35 to go in the opening half. Panthers have a 21-0 lead. And the give again, it's going to be Schroeder across, and he gets to about the 28-yard line. So that... It will be a first down for Middletown with 8.28 to play. So Elder right now, one of the things that's hurting them a little bit is they're kind of eating up some blocks and then reaching to make these tackles against these guys, which is is allowing them to pick up those extra yards. You'll see Elder, they'll they'll fix it. They'll fix it. They'll get the guys back in front and squaring them up. It's right now, that's where Middletown's getting their yards. First and 10 at the 28-yard line. Back to throw. He's going to roll and not much doing great. It's going to get a flag down. The Panthers get uh, Horschenmeyer, and I don't know if it's going to be on the Panthers, if it's a a face mask. Look like it from here. Yep, face mask on the Elder Panthers, so they'll add it to the run. And Middletown now getting a little bit of life. 21-0 Elder. Got a lot of pressure on that one. And in the second that that Bradley made that tackle, he popped up and he just kind of knew it. It's just incidental. Coleman trying to pick up some yards. And remember, there's no distinction in high school between that, you know, the the 5 and a 15-yard, you know, an incidental or anything like that. So it's 15 yards. So Middletown, even with the sack there, gets a great pickup. First and 10 at the 39-yard line for Middletown. Two wide receivers to the right side. The give to Chambers. Chambers gets to the 40 and uphill to the 42-yard line for Middletown, a gain of about three on first down. 7.38 remaining here in the second quarter. 21-0 Elder Panthers. We've got a few uh, scoring updates on the Caldwell Banker scoreboard. Springboro 20, Oak Hill 7. It's uh, Milford 12, West High 8. Uh, it's 7.20 to play here in this one, 21-0 Panthers. Shotgun for Coleman. He steps at the 32-yard line, now rolls, and he's going to be sacked at the 39-yard line. So the Panthers, another sack, uh, doing a good job. Liam Hewlin getting getting the sack for the Panthers. Yeah, bringing, bringing Coleman down. And this third down and 10 now from the 39, this will be a big one for the defense to, to get that pressure. Every time Middletown's gone the pass, Elder's got a ton of pressure, and the only thing they've really been able to hit are these, these little little dump-out routes you know, that they, they've been going after. So one of the bigger deals that the Panthers have been successful at has been that quarterback pressure when they spread out, even only rushing three. Third down and 10 at the 39-yard line for Middletown. Two wide receivers to the right. Back to throw, 
And it is complete at the 45 to the 49-yard line. Out of bounds to DeMarco Powell. Charlie Mormon got him out of bounds. That's going to be enough to move the sticks, even with Samari Freeman with a great push on the outside. And he really just bull rushed his guy almost in a Coleman's face. But to get out, he was able to get that ball out and move to pick, get them across the, well, not across the 50 yet. No. But in a position, this would be another opportunity for them to have some of their best field position of the game. First down and 10. The ball spotted, as Phil mentioned, right at the 50-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side. They go in motion with Dorn, and now rolling to the right is Coleman. Coleman going to run it. He's at the 50 into Elder Territory at the 45, but this one's coming back. We've got a flag down at the 49-yard line, probably in the indication of holding uh, for Middletown. Yeah, as Elder's rushing three up front, but they're still getting a good push. You're starting to see a lot of cloth getting grabbed up there, and even on that one as Colmo's trying to run past Elder. Just couldn't get off, you know, got off their block, but purple jersey going the other way. So this one's going to back them up a little bit. Elder being careful when they go into the pass because sometimes, even though they've gotten a pressure, Middletown's been able to hit on these little five-yard outs that have kept their drives alive. And they move all the way back to the 39-yard line. It'll be first and 21 for Middletown. 6.05 to go in the second quarter. Panthers have the lead 21 to nothing. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Now the give, and right there the running back, and he's going to be tackled back. It's Chambers again, and Chambers not going to get much on that one. He's had a couple of good runs, but for the most part, Elder's done a good job. Yeah, Dugan was one of the first guys there, and then other guys came to help clean it up, and that's what you know we talked about where they were successful early on. And Chambers, being as big as he is, when he gets that head of steam, if you try to, if you're not, you know, low man's going to win on that one, and a couple times Elder... Where they lost, they've been too high. That one there, met him low, held him up, and then guys could help clean it. Second and 21. Ball spotted at the 39-yard line. One wide receiver to the right, three to the left side. Back is Coleman, looks to throw. Coleman's got some time, and he's going to run it instead. Gets over the 40 to the 42-yard line. A gain of about three. It'll be third down coming up. Panthers do a good job. Liam McKenna and company. Yeah, Jimmy Finley comes and cleans it up right there at the end. He was just flying in as a couple of linemen helped to close that down, close that gap. And then Finley read up, made a nice play. So now you're looking at a third and 18. A drive that was sitting at the 50 after the Panthers, you know, face mask on the sack that would have put this drive at that position uh, a couple minutes ago. And now they're looking at a big play, you know, 440 to go. But, you know, we're getting there before the half. Middletown's had some opportunities. They're going to split everybody out here, but they're going to take a timeout. Third and 18 at the 42-yard line, and Middletown, as mentioned, will take that timeout. 21 nothing, Elder with the lead. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants you to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. We'll give you the straight answers with the help that you've been looking for with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling, proud to support Elder football. Uh, just to update kind of a, a situation uh, the crash on 75, three school buses headed to the football game for Colerain and Mason. The game has been delayed to 8 o'clock. 
Uh, that's according to sources. So uh, the article is on a lot of the media sites that you can check it out. But, yeah, hopefully uh, Corey's not too bad. athletic director said the people who were taken to the hospital was just precautionary measure. Good. They transferred guys who were okay onto a new bus. So everybody's, you know, warming up and getting ready to play. So just precautionary, nothing too crazy there. Go back to the game here. Was uh, the What the problem was is, is, you know, you do some math as they had six guys split out. Five linemen and a quarterback, so they take time out at 12 on the field. Third and 18 from the 42 quarterback keeper, 45, rolls to the right and gets to the 49 right around midfield, but that is not going to be enough for a first down. Liam Hulam on the tackle of Virgil Coleman. So it'll be fourth down coming up for Middleton. Yeah, bring it out the punting unit here. And I'd say after all everything that's gone on, Elder to get the ball back here is a huge, huge win. I mean, Middletown seemed like they had a little bit of momentum with their big run. They get nothing out of it. Then they stop Elder's offense. So for Elder to kind of reverse that around takes that momentum out of their sails. Here's the kick and almost blocked. It's going to be a shorter kick. Drew Murphy's going to let it bounce at the 25. And it hits the Elder Panther. It hit Mormon, and I believe Middletown might have it. Yeah, I think that's going to yeah. be Middletown's ball. That's awareness. That's field awareness right there. Drew Murphy's trying to yell. Sidelines are trying to yell, and guys are just kind of locked up in the situation and not don't you know not paying attention to what's going on. And then all of a sudden that ball bounces off of an elder player, hit hit, hit Mormon right in the chest, and then Middletown's able to come up with it. So Elder's defense has, stays on the field here. Yeah, and they moved it down to the 22-yard line, so they're in Elder territory. At the Elder Panther 22-yard line, Virgil Coleman will set up with a first and 10 at the 22-yard line. They have uh, Chambers in the backfield. They have two wide receivers off to the left side, including Shields. And number three, DeMarco Powell. Two wide receivers to the right side. 348 left in the second quarter. Bad snap, but, but picked up Coleman to the right. He's being chased. He throws it down to the right side, and it's complete at the nine-yard line. No, they're going to say he trapped it at the nine-yard line. Almost looked too good from up here as number six, Dorn, on the reception down at the nine is incomplete. A little bit of pursuit from from, from Liam Hewlin, and that made the pass maybe come out a little bit quick. So Elder here asking their defense again to come up big after – you know, a situation where now Middletown has an opportunity to, to put one in. Well, we thought Elder might be able to get the ball back with 3.41 to go. Middletown's looking like they might be able to get on the board. Second and 10 from the 22. Three wide to the right. One to the left side. Now the quarterback, Holman, rolling to the right. Looking to throw to the right. And it is, let's see, did he get it? I think he caught it right around the 12-yard line. That is complete to the right side. Yeah, it looks like Trey... Tre- Trevin Bryant out over there. Yeah, number two. Is that number two or number three? Sorry, Number two is Bryant. I think you're right. Or no, I'm sorry. That's DeMarco Powell. Oh, okay. That's the Powell over there. Three's coming back to the huddle. The front of his jersey yep. was a little tucked up. It came off of a tip. Yep. Gutekunst tipped the ball, and then it was able to go to the second receiver. The guy Gutekunst was in coverage on went through. So Middletown here having a little bit of struggle, though, getting a play going, and they're probably going to have to burn another timeout. They will with a third down and one at the 13-yard line. If you're feeling good and hungry then you know it's skyline time there's no better west side tradition than skyline chili before or after the game skyline chili on delhi pike harrison avenue in dent or glenway avenue across from pep boys 301 to play 
in this second quarter of play. Panthers have a 21-0 lead. The Panthers scored first on a 59-yard touchdown run by Luke Flowers. Then Flowers again on a one-yard touchdown run with an 11-play, 84-yard drive. Then Mormon recovered a fumble, and it was a quick one-play, 17-yard drive, a pass to Carson Brown in the right corner of the end zone where only he could get it. Uh, a blocked field goal is all Middletown had. They, they all, you know, you thought they were going to get a touchdown, but they had a first down at the seven, couldn't put it in. And now Middletown back with the football, third and short here, third and one, 301 to go, one timeout for them. So not a lot of room for error. They've had a couple of times when they've taken their timeouts, it's been you know, too many guys on the field, and that one there, I don't think anybody knew where to really line up. So Coleman again in the backfield, he's got his. His favorite running back back there, Chambers. Third and one from the 13, the give to Chambers. He's got the first down, and he's out to the 10-yard line. Yeah, he's so, going get, to get two on yeah, that. He got two yards and a first down for, for Middletown, so it'll be first and right around the 10. Yeah, first and goal for Middletown. With serious supply chain issues plaguing almost everything, it's good to know that Red Wing Shoe Company still makes nearly 7,000 pairs of quality work boots every day. In the plant in Red Wing, Minnesota, You'll have pride in owning a pair of quality USA-made Red Wing boots. Check out Red Wing Shoes in Florence, Western Hills, or RedWingShoes.com. First and goal at the 10-yard line for Middletown. Two wide receivers to the left. Coleman rolling to the left. The throw to the left. It is complete in the end zone for the touchdown. It's Dorn for Middletown, and they score 21-6, Penny, this extra point. That was a good read. A lot of pressure out there coming right at Coleman, but he was able to make that throw and just fine. And that's been that route that Dorn has been open on several times where you have one defensive back kind of come up to, to make a play on another guy, and, and the second guy is just not there quick enough. So that's something, you know, the coaches are already kind of talking amongst themselves about how they're going to adjust on that. So, again, that's something making adjustments going into halftime, but that is a great play by Middletown. Zach Johnson looks to add the extra point. This one is up and good. 2.29 left in the second quarter. Elder 21, Middletown 7 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Colerain Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Colerain Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. 2.29 left in the second quarter. Mason, uh, as Middletown gets on the board, uh, 21 to 7 now after a four-play 22-yard drive. Uh, that was a 10-yard touchdown pass. But, again, Elder with the turnover, that, that, that fumbled punt. It hit Charlie Mormon, and they were able to score. That's, you can't turn the ball over. Right, especially in the playoffs. I mean, no matter what, again, like we said, you don't, nothing has to be perfect no. to win these games. You just have to take advantage of little situations, and Middletown capitalized on one there to get themselves on the board. Johnson looks to kick this one. It's a short kick, and they tried to fake, and let's see, do they recover it? I think Elder I, got I think, lucky and yes. came up with that one. It was a great attempt by Middletown to go with the onside kick, and... 
and the Panthers are going to get the football. Yeah, right at the their own 48-yard line. Everybody in the front row went back like a normal kick. Middletown executed just a, a nice, you know, a, a, just an onside, just a run kick, just kind of really hit the top of it and chase it and hope they would fall on it. But Elder was lucky enough to get a, get the right bounce, get the ball. So Middletown was looking to try and, and, and see if they could get another opportunity here. But the Panthers get it at the 48. They have nothing to lose. They're going for everything Ooh. here. 21-7, to 7 they trail. Three wide receivers for the Elder Panthers from left to right on a first and 10 at the 48-yard line. Schuster calling out the play. Now steps back at the 43. Otten Reeb goes in motion in front of him. Now the snap and Schuster runs to the left. He crosses the 50 into Middletown territory at the 45-yard line with 2.20 to go. And that's Gabe Terrell finally bringing him down for for the middies. The Panther offense just wants to get something going. They, they haven't really had much since that Carson Brown touchdown, so they want to put a drive together here before you go in at halftime. Second down and three, ball spotted at the 45-yard line of Middletown, 158 to play. Two wide receivers for Elder to the left and two to the right. Shotgun for Schuster at his 50. Steps back at the 48, looks to throw to the right side, and it's overthrown intended for Luke Ottenreeb. He was at the 30-yard line, and it was incomplete. It was good defense by Gavin Thickpen, too, for Middletown. Casanova providing pressure in the backfield for the middies. So Elder's offense looking at a third and three here. You know, something that they, they very makeable. You know, we saw early on they, they felt like they really had that running game going, but haven't been able to get stuff clicking right now. Middletown has kind of found their identity on defense, getting some pushes up front. So it's time for Elder's offensive line to get back to, to owning the trenches. They'll line up Justin Ray to the left side. Third down and three at the 45-yard line of Middletown. Schuster at his 50. Now Flowers goes in motion, gets the carry to the 45 and out to the 43-yard line. It'll be just a, a yard short of the first down. Right there, it'll be fourth down and one. They'll spot it at the 43-yard line. Gabe Terrell was right on that tackle. We bring him down. It's going to be marked. It's, it's, it's half a football, so the Panthers should be able to pick this one up. I would think it just with a nice push. So let's see uh, what they got in store. Austin Rottinghouse is in the ball game for the Panthers to the right side of Schuster on a fourth down and one at the 43-yard line. And now they move, I think, and they got Middletown to move. And that's that, the Panthers think it's on Middletown, and I think it is. Yeah, they got him to move. They're going to go ahead and move that one downfield. So the Panthers get a first down with a minute eight to go in the second quarter coming up at halftime. It'll be the Red River Gorge Halftime Report, the best show in the business. The first down and 10 at the 37-yard line. A minute eight to go in this second quarter. 21-7 Elder Panthers. And now we're going to get a timeout by the Panthers. Now they've got to go with, uh, got to fix the clock. I was going to say, it was like real quick to get a timeout. So they got to, they have a minute eight. Let's see if they keep it at that. Yeah, that's what they yeah. bumped up to. It's about a minute 05, so three seconds. Okay. Minute eight with a first and 10 at the 37. Shows to rolls to his right. Looking down the field. He's got a man in on Reeb. It is caught for the touchdown. 37 yard touchdown for the Panthers. And it's Luke Otten Reeb in the right corner of the end zone. And it's 27 7 pending. Going with the shot there. Just 
Otten rebound out running his man, and Schoester getting the ball where it needed to be. The offensive line was able to provide enough protection so that that play could develop. Middletown, like we said, was had been bringing more guys up front, so that was a big, big job by Elder's O-line to provide that protection. And now LeMasters comes out to put an exclamation point on it. Otten Reeve hold. The kick by LeMaster is up and good. So with 102 left in quarter number two, Panthers 28, Middletown 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The urology group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The urology group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. The Panthers have a 28-7 lead, a minute two left in the second quarter. They cap off a four-play, 52-yard drive with a 37-yard touchdown. Luke Ottenreeve in the right corner of the end zone. And Panthers lead it 28-7. LeMaster will kick off from the 40. And this one will go short of the end zone, right at the one-yard line. Taken up to about the 20. And now the 24 to the 25, actually the 26-yard line is Michael Dorn on the on the return for Middletown. So one of the few times that LeMaster doesn't get it into the end zone. And Middletown here, you have 55 seconds and one timeout, see if they can work the field. We know that they, if Chambers broke a big run earlier, but pass-wise, it's kind of been on and off success. When they've tried to go further downfield, Elder's got some pressure up front. When they've hit some quick outs, maybe they'll try to work the sideline here, get some of those quick outs. They've had more success because they don't let Elder's defense push into them. So the front guys right now, Hulin, uh, Freeman, and then on the outside, Colton Ginn lining up on this series. It will be your down lineman up front. First and 10 at the 27-yard line for Middletown from right to left. 55 seconds to go in this quarter. Setting up, and Coleman rolling to the right. And now finally gets up to cross the 25 to the 30. And Maddox Arnold almost had him in the backfield, but uh, he got across and was able to get to the 30-yard line. Second down and six, they'll mark it at the 31. And Coleman did a smart smart job of getting out of bounds. He avoided the sack from Ginn, and then, like you said, Maddox Arnold almost had him too. And he got out. You know, the big difference with, with Coleman, 5'10", 155. So he, he moves in space fairly well. Coleman and Chambers in the backfield. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Second and six from the 31 with 47 seconds left in the second quarter. Coleman looking to throw Samari Freeman in his face. He threw it downfield, and it's incomplete. Finley wanted to get that one. It was a little too far. It was intended for Shields. But Samari Freeman with a big hit. Well, and you're going to get, they're going to say roughing the passer on Samari Freeman on that one. He got to Coleman right about as he was going to throw the football. I'd turn my head to look downfield at the play. So I'm not, I can't really speak to, you know, what whether it was, uh, you know, him throwing him down afterwards or if it was the initial hit. I'm, I'm not really sure. But so that's going to, another penalty there that we almost have a drive for Middletown looking like it's struggling. 
and Elder keeps it alive. Yeah, that'll mark it all the way to the Elder. Let's see, they're right at right around the 46-yard line. Their own 46 is where they mark it. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. First and 10 at their own 46. 41 seconds to go in the second quarter. Coleman looks to throw. Throws to the right side. It is complete, and it's Powell. He gets to Elder territory at the 48-yard line. Bradley Hornsmeyer over there. Charlie Mormon run him out of bounds. Another stoppage of the clock. 35 seconds to go. So Middletown able to use the clock right now. Still have that timeout in their back pocket. They could get within striking distance. They mark it second and four at the 48-yard line. Two wide receivers left, two to the right side. Coleman, shotgun formation on this second and four from the 48. He's got Chambers to his right, looks to throw, and throws it incomplete. He bounced it right in front of uh, Powell. So that is incomplete. It'll be third down coming up with 32 seconds left. And a reminder, coming up at halftime, the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report with Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, and Tom Kennedy, the best show in the business. Third and four from the 48. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun set up for Coleman. Coleman's got Chambers to his right side. Now the shotgun snap, rolls back, throws. It is complete at the Elder 39-yard line, right around the 40-yard line. It was Mac Johnson, yeah, number this 12. Is where, this is where Middletown's going to take their timeout because even though the sticks, the, the, they picked up the first down, the clock would stop as they move, but they're going to burn that timeout with 28 seconds to go here in the half. Yeah, 28 seconds. The real estate market can be frustrating and confusing, but having a call of banker professional guiding you every step of the way can make your process easier. Contact call of banker at cbhomes.com or 922-9400. And during the game, it's always the call of banker scoreboard updates and we'll try to have that for you at halftime with all of the scoreboard updates this score here is 28 to 7 elder panthers it's flowers with two touchdowns a 59 yard and a one yard touchdown run carson brown caught a 17 yard pass and luke ottenreeve with a 37 yard touchdown uh for the panthers and it was a 10 yard touchdown for middletown dorn getting the only score for middletown but right now they're right at the Elder 40-yard line. It's a first and 10 with 28 ticks of the clock left here in the second quarter, 28-7. to seven. Elder on top. Two wide receivers to the left and two to the right side. Shotgun set up for Coleman back at his 45. Rolls and now rolls to the right, still with it, and he's going to run out of room, and he goes to the around the 42-yard line. There's a good run out of bounds and tackled by Maddox Arnold. He got him... Outside, so the clock's going to stop on that one. Uh, but Maddox Arnold gets him out. It's going to be a two-yard loss. 23 seconds to go here for Middletown, so they're going to have to start looking downfield now, especially since they don't have any timeouts left. Second and a dozen back at the 42. Two wide receivers to the right. 23 seconds left. Two wide receivers to the left side now. Shotgun snap for Coleman. Steps back at the 49. Now steps up. At the 45, going to run at 40 and steps down right at the 37 with 14 seconds. They're going to try to get this playoff here on a third down call. They go quickly to the line and they snap it down. So they spike it. Yeah. With five seconds, so they'll get one more play. Yeah, so they're going to say he spiked it. There's about three guys that were still, you know. Still, still putting on their clothes. It looked yeah. like. I mean, they were running around like they're. <laughs> Nobody realized right. the urgency. You got to yeah. speed it well, up a little. Bit. Yeah, but 
Third and seven from the 37. With five seconds to play before halftime. Three wide receivers left and one to the right. This is actually, they got fourth down on the, but they've got third on the scoreboard. Here's the shotgun snap, looking to throw down the field. The last play of the of the half is into the end zone, and Carson Brown intercepts it into the back of the end zone. So that is where we will end at halftime after the Carson Brown uh, interception in the end zone. The Panthers 28, and Middletown 7 coming up at halftime. The Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. <gasps> Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. <laughs> And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. This is Deacon Mark Machuga congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. It's time for the Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And we are back at the pit at Elder High School where it is halftime and it is Elder 28. Middletown 7, the 7 came kind of as a gift, a, a punt that uh, went way short. One of the up blockers uh, uh, didn't hear him yelling to get out of the way and it bounced up and uh, Middletown got the ball back on the 20-yard line, 22-yard line, and they popped it in. But it's 28-7, to and the Panthers are up. And before we go into we got a lot of scores to get to. Uh, I, I, my, my granddaughter Janie's wondering when, when Grandpa coming back on the radio. <laughs> so Grandpa's back on the radio, and hello, Janie. I'm, I'm glad it's you're out there listening. Grandpa's he, back. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, uh, so I, I heard rumors that she might be a big sister again. So uh, oh, what we wow. want, yeah, well, we'll just wow. let that be there. So yeah. hey, let's go to the scoreboard. All right, let's go to the scoreboard. Uh, all these games in Ohio are playoff games. Uh, Central Catholic over St. Bernard Elmwood plays 20 to nothing right now. It's Beachwood 6, uh, Newport Central Catholic 3. This is the last week of regular play in Kentucky. Their, their playoffs start next Friday, November 4th. Uh, Cincinnati Country Day 14, Eastern 6. It's uh, Alter over Reading 14 to 7. Uh, Ross over Northwest 21 to nothing. New Richmond and Tecumseh knotted at 21. Anderson 28, Troy nothing. Moeller 13, Hamilton nothing. Cincinnati College Prep 
uh, losing to Southeastern 22 to nothing. It's uh, Roger Bacon down to Shawnee 6 to nothing. Baden over Woodward 14 to nothing. Estonia over Riverview East 32 to zip. It's uh, Zane Trace 28, Clark Montessori nothing. Wyoming over Waverly 30 to nothing. Mechanicsburg over Lachlan 32 to nothing. Lakota West over Lebanon 29 to nothing. It's uh, Kings over Sydney 35 to nothing. Edgewood over Lima Senior 31 to nothing. A lot of the lower seeds I'm, I'm sure are holding in these games. Winton Woods over LaSalle now 28 to 6. It's Princeton 29, West Claremont 6. Elder, the game you're listening to here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, Elder over Middletown 28-7. to It's uh, Brookville uh, 34, Purcell Marion 7, Springboro 35, Oak Hill 7, 35-8, Milford over West High. That game started out with West High 8 to nothing, and Milford's hung 35 straight points on them. In Kentucky, it's coming to Catholic 12, Ryle uh, nothing. Uh, Little Miami over Xenia, 14-7. St. X over Fairfield, 17-7. Clinton Massey, 24, undone, und- whatever, how you ever pronounce it. Uh, at least they, don't, they haven't scored a point. Uh, Twin Valley South, 29, Williamsburg, 14. Monroe, 34, U7. Blanchester over Summit Country Day, 38-14. It's uh, Cooper over Butler, seven to nothing in Kentucky. Um, other scores: It's uh, Tri Village over Deer Park, fourteen to nothing. Madeira twenty-eight, Gamble Montessori twelve. East Central over Silver Creek in Indiana playoffs, uh, fourteen to nothing. It's uh, let's see, a couple couple repeats here. Uh, and and uh, I got uh, Blanchester over Summit Country Day. I think I did that score, 38 to 14. And uh, Cooper over Butler, seven to nothing in Kentucky. And those are all the scores we have at or near the half at this point, Mark. Hey Tom, let's get over to you. You got some updates with that St. X Fairfield game. Uh, you're keep, been keeping an eye on. Yeah, it's Steve got it, 17-7 St. X at or near the half over Fairfield and. Kind of not a surprise. They're at Fairfield, so St. X took their uh, uh, game on the road. Uh, it's a GCL South team, and they're always tough in the playoffs. They've won state a couple times in the last five years, so it's uh, the the Fairfield has their hands full with uh, Steve Speck and the Bombers. And one game that, it, that we've talked about all night is just getting underway now uh, at 8 o'clock was the Colerain-Mason game. Uh, Involved with an accident up there, Colerain Athletic Director Matt Stoinoff said in a statement that eight people were taken to the hospital, uh, which were students and one coach was also hospitalized as a precautionary measure. But uh, it's, it seems like it's uh, minor injuries, and uh, they had a new bus come and transport the rest of the students back up to the game. So kind of a scary moment on the Colerain team. And I, I tell you, I, I would imagine I, I – a lot of times when we're heading up to Mason and you get on that 275, it, it's, I, I would say, the engineer that made that turning off of the uh, the exit way from 275 to go up north on, on uh, 75 there, you take your life in your hand there, and then when you get back up, all the traffic merged. And so apparently it happened uh, somewhere like near since right after that. So uh, it, it, I never liked driving in that area. No, no, it's... it's- yeah, the, those interchanges are just lazy engineering. It's like, 
You know, it's like whoever thought that, uh, you know, it must have been a Friday afternoon. Uh, let's get out of here. Let's draw this one up. All right, so as we've mentioned, it's 28-7. to 7, The Panthers over uh, the Middletown Middies uh, at the halftime. And uh, guys, uh, uh, talking a little bit about this game, uh, Elder, uh, we, we, we thought they would be able to handle uh, Middletown, and uh, they came out strong. I, I, it's you don't want to take your foot off the gas pedal, and uh, I wouldn't though be surprised if Elder can uh, get this thing into a running clock sometime, as you mentioned in the in the second half. Yeah, you just don't know. It was nice to see uh, Elder get off to an early lead. Uh, Luke Flowers with a breakaway run and a 59-yard uh, early first quarter run, first possession actually, uh, to put the Panthers up seven to nothing, and then from there. Uh, they let the defense kind of take over. Uh, they did a, a good job of bending but not breaking. Elder did, I would say. And they've held their, uh, their star running back, Chambers, in, in check a little bit. He had a couple nice long runs. Uh, but for the most part, with the exception of the uh, special team snafu uh, that gave the middies the short field, I think Elder's pretty much in control of this game, just as much as they expected. And I, and my star of the first half, without a doubt, is Carson Brown. He ended the half with an interception in the end zone. He had a key fourth down reception to get taken to the one-yard line on, with an 18 or 19-yard reception. And he's also got a touchdown reception. So uh, Carson Brown's doing everything except selling LaRosa's peach over here at the pit. Yeah, and, and if he was, it'd be a long line. Uh, <laughs> exactly. getting at, uh, we're going to take a timeout. It's 28-7, Elder over Middletown. We come back, we're going to look at the keys of the second half when we come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Why wait in endless lines at the pharmacy when Brozard Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Sacred Heart Radio, can fill your prescriptions in a timely manner with high quality. Brozard Pharmacy, fast, friendly service without the wait at brosartpharmacy.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And we are back here at the Pitt at Elder High School. Excitement uh, here. Uh, great fall evening. Uh, kind of a, when you get into this time of the year, you never know. We've had some of those games where it was brutally cold and uh, the weather's mild and, uh, you know, kind of light jacket weather here. And uh, we're happy about that. Yeah, very pleasant night. Yeah, and uh, we, we are also pleased to say that we will have another one of these next week here if Elder can continue uh, with uh, putting uh, the pedal to the metal here and, and getting out with a win, which uh, uh, would I would say uh, would be a good good chance of that uh, right now. So, uh, but uh, 
we, we always you play for these home games and nothing like playing at the pit. No, it's not. Uh, in the second half, I, I believe Middletown gets the ball uh, coming coming out of the half. So, you know, I, I, I think it's it's incumbent. We've seen Middletown have the ability to string together some, some long drives and some long plays. And, and, and then uh, I think they try to do a little bit too much. They have the, the, the bruising running back in, in, in Chambers that, that uh, you know, he's got almost 100 yards tonight already in the first half, I believe. Um, uh, so, yeah, he, so he, you know, he's, he's really, you know, he's, he's net 87 yards. So, he's, you know, he's... Uh, yeah, rack him up one of the yard, one of the yeah, and that, that one big gain yeah. he had, uh, they had him wrapped up, sort of, but they yeah, let him slid yeah. out, and he busted one for so you know good I, I, 50, I, I, 60 yards. They, so. They've shown on and off that they they have the tools to put the, uh, a, a drive together, but they, they you know they've yet to really put a, a good long drive together, and they really can't afford a time-consuming drive, so they have to do it in chunks. And, uh, you know, Elder's going to make some adjustments, I think, on the defensive side to kind of address some of the things. And, and uh, you know, they were getting to the quarterback. Uh, Samari Freeman was coming up, you know, really strong. So, they're, you know, Middletown's going to have to look at that and, get, and probably roll uh, the, their quarterback out uh, uh, a, little, a little bit more. Uh, Vir- Virgil Coleman, you know, is going to have to move a little bit. And, uh, and uh He's got one interception, but that really doesn't count. He was just throwing the ball up. And last week against Oak Hills, he put up three. So, you know, if you get in his face, you you never know what's going to happen and and get the turnovers. But, you know, the keys remain the same for me is try to push this game into the fourth quarter. Uh, You know, they haven't played a perfect game so far. They need to really straighten it up and score some points, and they need to three and out Elder's offense, which, you know, came out like gangbusters and and then just kind of, you know, I think the kids, not the coaches, I think the kids kind of took their foot off the gas thinking, here we go. And, uh, you know, Middletown's a formidable opponent, plays in the great league, and uh, a lot of their games haven't been blowouts. Um, So, you know, it's going to be a a good fourth quarter. I think, um, you know, Middletown has a chance if they can score here to, to, you know, make it interesting. Yeah, Tom, uh, they come into this game three and seven, and, and you're playing in an exciting place. Everyone knows about the bit one of the top ten places in America to play a football game. So you're kind of on a high to begin with, and this is one of those things, okay, we haven't had a great season. You know these kids are going to come out flying around doing the best they can to try to make hay and and, and do a good job. So Elder's got to be aware of that. They definitely do, and there's athletes on that Middletown team as well, as we all saw in the first half. Uh, For the Elder Panthers, conversely to what Seat was saying, uh, if, if they, they can uh, get a three and out against Middletown and make them punt and then Elder get the ball back right away, it'll be interesting to see what kind of metal the middies have. Uh, you know, it's something else I need to overcome. So that would mean that it'd be 28-7. to 7, Elder would have the ball, uh, you know, with about whatever, midway through the third quarter, and it would be that much tougher for Middletown to kind of compose themselves and get back in the game. So I think it's pretty important for the uh, – Elder Panthers will start out the second half with a three and out and, uh, you know, just try to, uh, you know, ground out another touchdown and and see what happens from there. Yeah, so it, it, a lot of exciting football uh, to go here. Uh, and later on after this game, we're going to try to get scores from all over the state, kind of paint in the picture, as we said at the, at the start, uh, 
a lot of teams uh, starting tonight, and a lot of them will be heading home uh, sad and, and, and their season over turning in equipment on money. You don't want to be that team. You right. want to keep this thing going and, you know, playing well into November, uh, getting, uh, you know, hopefully a break. And you talked about it, Tom. It's all about matchups right now. Uh, you may not match up well with Muller, but St. X obviously did. They Muller, yeah. So, you know, if you're, you're playing right. this thing out, uh, there, you it's never just, know it's what. It's a one it, and it, done, like you guys yeah. said earlier. And Got to get magic in that bottle. So. Yeah. And so. I just want to give a shout-out to Joe Harbin. The great job that uh, Joe did oh, for us last yeah. Friday night. Against, yeah, he was keeping pl- uh, plates spinning, uh, he, trying to get that thing going yeah. again there. And, and eventually, uh, you know, probably record time uh, on a Friday night in week 10. But Joe had it on Facebook, posted accurately. And uh, just you know, that one, one uh, other time that he added to his uh, perfect streak that continued last week. But just want to give a, a personal shout-out to Joe. As usual, Joe, thanks for everything you do for us here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. And last Friday, you did yeoman's work as usual. And, yeah, for, and you know, I was saying, Joe, if you're out there, we're, we're hoping for the same thing you were probably hoping for, not a running clock in the second half. That way we can paint the playoff picture a little bit better. Otherwise, this game's going to be over, and uh, they'll be locking up the keys before some of the games are done. <laughs> yeah, and that, that doesn't make it easy, and that made Joe's job oh, yeah. multiple times harder because – you know, this year we did not do a post-game show out and about in the area, which we probably will re- redo next year. There's a lot of different reasons why we didn't do it. Uh, we'll have a little more time to get it going. But uh, by, you know, 10.30, quarter to 11, Joe would have it locked in. And, and as technology is advanced where we can get these scores off the Internet, uh, things are getting easier and easier. Sure. Years ago we had to make phone calls and try to – get scores from all upstate yeah. and it never was easy but uh, with the help of joe he did a great job and and uh, yeah, that's what everyone's sitting here listening uh if you're still tuned in you're still a high school football fan and you want to find out all this stuff just as much as we do absolutely so congratulations joe great job all right that's about all the time we have here uh second half actions coming up with len harvey phil bangle and we'll be working on getting scores and we'll talk to you guys Following the game, a little bit of post-game prep sports radio game night, and we will see you after that right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the artist's way in Bridgetown and Mason. 
theartistway.com slash Ohio, 513-401-7531. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. The year 1922. The median annual income, just over $3,200. A loaf of bread, $0.05. Cents. A dozen eggs, $0.35. Cents. A new car, about 1000 bucks, And a brand new home, about $6,000. Al Jolson was dominating on the radio. Goodbye. The New York Giants beat the New York Yankees in the World Series. The World Series is on the air. The Lincoln Memorial was dedicated in Washington, D.C., and Elder High School opened its doors for the first time. A lot has changed over the 100 years since. Among the more recent, we pledged to change the way we treat each other. The Civil Rights Act of 1964. We changed the way we travel. For the first time, a man has flown an airplane faster than the speed of sound. We changed our reach beyond this planet. We changed the way we communicate. And we are calling it iPhone. We changed the way we watch TV. But one thing has not changed in all that time. Boys still have to grow up to be men. And Elder High School meets that challenge still today. I'm Deacon Jim Rope, Elder Class of 1977. I'll see you Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. Getting ready to start the second half for Elder and Middletown with a minute left or so before they get ready to do it but uh, 28 to 7 the elder panthers on top of middletown in the first half luke flowers eight carries 101 yards including two touchdowns one of 59 yards and the other a one yard run carson brown caught a 17 yard touchdown pass also with an interception on the last play of the first half he's having a good day mike dorn of middletown caught a 10 yard pass from virgil coleman that's the only score for Middletown. That was a 229 left in the second. And then 
Luke Ottenreeb with a 38-yard touchdown pass from Ben Schoester. And that's a 28-7 first-half lead for the Elder Panthers. Tonight's game is brought to you by Fuller Infotech. It's still your reliable IT support team. Work with local techs that can provide solid network solutions as well as cyber protection. Elder grad Tom Waltner and his team are there to help at fullerinfotech.com. Panthers will kick off for the second half. They they got the first half, uh, first possession, so they, they will kick off. LeMasters will get ready to set this one up and fill a 28-7 lead. Good first half, couple of miscues, but all in all, not bad. Yeah, Middletown just brings some different looks to you, so you have to keep adjusting. And like I said, sometimes they've been playing kind of up and down. So one play, their defense line looks great. The next, it's a totally different scheme. Yeah, it's 28-7, the Elder Panthers with the lead. But uh, Elder uh, Middletown got a little bit of momentum before halftime. They uh, they got some movement. They got a 10-yard touchdown pass. So we'll see what happens to start the second half. Panthers in their purple jerseys with the purple pants, the white numbers, and the white helmets with the purple line. Meanwhile, it's the other way for Middletown. They've got the white with the purple numbers, the white pants, and the purple helmet. So a little bit different here at the pit. First game of the postseason, a home game. If the Panthers win, we'll be back home again next week. Yeah, the, the different, uh, you know, kind of way the playoffs have been set up. So Alder could have two in a row. Just It's fun. I mean, it's, it's nice to, you know, play in the in the high school stadium. I know everybody wants to, you know, go to the, the college ones. But those just aren't there anymore. So it's a lot more fun, I think, to do these these this, this way in the first and second Absolutely. round. Absolutely. LeMaster will look to kick this one off. It's going to be just short of the end zone. Coming up with Dorn, he'll take it across the 10 to the 15 to the 20, 25. He's got a burst of speed to the 40, 45, 50, 45. He's got LeMaster to beat, and he's off to the races. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, and he gets finally taken down at the 4-yard line. A nice return of nearly 90 yards. And that's Luke Path who finally gets him down. LeMaster's trying to just kind of bracket him in and wasn't able to get it. And he did a great job returning that ball. He just found his lane. You know, one of the big pieces of that came to is the fact that once he got to the, his first wedge, it seemed like it was kind of broken down, but he just blew through there and then reversed, went basically diagonally towards the right side of the field where Elder was was already so committed down. They just had to provide chase. But Path comes up with a big stop. So down to the three, yeah. right away to start. So looking to, to punch this one in. But we've seen Middletown have some miscues and cause, you know, what looks like a simple, let's put this one in the end zone, and it becomes a, a third and 17. Yeah. And so hopefully Middletown can execute and take advantage of the great return. Well, they've got Chambers in the backfield this time. They also have Schneider across. They've got, uh, let's see, number 28 as well in the backfield. That's Schroeder to the right side. And the give is to Schroeder. Schroeder tries to get into the end zone, but he's going to be stopped short. He gets to about the two-yard line, and that's it. So they go with Schroeder, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Chambers did not get the carry that time. We'll see if they, they do here. They move the football. They're actually going to say he got to the one. So it's a second down and goal. And I think you're, you're doing that because everybody's keying in on five. Where's five? Where's five? Where's five? So if you fake that handoff, maybe you get him to come through a delayed hole. So he's got two guys to his right side. And this time Chambers, but they're going to get movement on the line of scrimmage. This one's coming back, and it goes against Middletown. So a five-yard penalty will bring him back to the six-yard line. And like you said, Phil, right away they get the uh, 
They get the penalty. Yeah. So they move it to the six. And that, that happens when you just you get you're on the one, you're excited, yeah. but not everybody's on the snap count. You got a freshman quarterback, so just a, a little bit of a miscue, but now instead of the one yard line, now it's six, and so Elder's got a much better chance to put this one away. Second down and goal from the six yard line. One wide receiver to the right side. Chambers in the backfield to the left side of the quarterback Coleman. And now the give to Chambers to the right goes inside the five, and he's still moving his feet to about the three-yard line. But it'll be third down and goal at the three-yard line. Panthers do a good job. Uh, number 42, Ben Volkerding on the tackle. Yeah, Zach Gutekunst, Samari Freeman, several guys. You know, that's how you got to ch- tackle Chambers. We said it in the first half. Still stands here. But third and third and goal, what could have been from the one now is looking at the four i mean i think this is still two down territory for them so they're not gonna you know just pull out the kick here they need the points so they they can pick this up but let's see if they can execute without moving third down and goal at the four yard line chambers to the left side and now the give it's going to be a quarterback keeper he's going to throw it into the end zone incomplete he kind of pitched it to the right side of the receiver and that was off to the wrong side so to so incomplete, you know, play action, hand off the chambers, get everybody moving right, and then see if they can go ahead and key in on Coleman and then forget about the tight end, you know, the wide receiver kind of running through and just give it a, almost yeah. almost like a shovel pass look. But now it's fourth and fourth and four. You know, it's fourth and it's fourth down. I mean, it's, it's, it's outside of the three. Yeah. It's kind of in between the two, but. This is not what we thought we were no. going to have here, Lance. No, fourth down and goal at the three. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Shotgun Coleman rolling to the right, and he's going to be back in the backfield. It's Samari Freeman, and the Panthers will take over on downs. Man, he just he dropped him in the same fashion that you, you take a, a nice bag of ice and just <laughs> slam it on the ground. I mean, he just took him out of shoulder pads, and down he went. So after a 95-yard return, the Panthers say, no way. No, you're not getting in our house. That's, a, that's what he said. 95-yard kickoff return, and the Panthers will have a first down at 10 going from left to right. They'll have it at their own six-yard line. Ben Schuster coming in quarter, at quarterback. They'll line up with two wide receivers. Looks at two to the right side. It's going to be Justin Ray setting up, and Ottenreeb, shotgun set up. Back at the one-yard line, the fake to Flowers, and Schuster to throw down the field to Justin Ray. It's completed to 40, 50, 40, burst of speed, and he's going to be gone. 94 yards, Justin Ray to the right side, and the Panthers lead at 34-7. That's that track speed. You get number 84, Justin Ray out there. Ben Schuster with a great pass. They take the strike, and there was nobody. (laughs) Nobody that was going to catch him once he caught that ball, and he didn't even catch it in complete stride. I mean, he still had to kind of take a step back and go get that ball, but the Panthers just right away, 95-yard return, we turn you away, and boom, we're going straight to the house. He put That's, it in that extra gear, Phil. Man, he has like he that, that. He that, has that extra gear. The I mean, overdrive? Got the records in the 100 and 200-meter dash for Elder, so you expect that every time. LaMaster's kick is good with 9.52 to go. In the third quarter, Elder 35, Middletown 7, and we'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. 
Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here in the third quarter. Panthers scored a 94-yard touchdown by Justin Ray after they just stopped a 95-yard kickoff return, and, a, and, a, and a, they were able to get him on downs, and the Panthers score 94-yard Justin Ray. That is a season long, but I don't think you're going to find, Phil, two 90-yard plays almost within a few minutes yeah, of each other. almost back-to-back. Back. I mean, that's just amazing, <laughs> but the Panthers come out on top. And LeMasters back to kick to this one, too. I'm sure the Panthers have talked about their coverage here. And they get it at the one-yard line this time for Dorn. Dorn's going to get it across, and uh, he gets to the 20-yard line. It's actually, it was Max Johnson instead. And Max Johnson will get it for the for the middies. They'll take it at the 23-yard line. Navigating today's fast-paced real estate market can be challenging and sometimes stressful. The professionals at Holding Realty uh, can make your ease your anxiety and give you the best price for your home sale or purchase holding realtors is proud to support elder high school call them at 451 4800 or visit them on the web at holding.com 945 to go third quarter the panthers leading it 35 to 7 it looked like you know middletown was going to score in that last drive and then two plays it was just one play for elder the fourth down play by samari freeman and then the, the 94 yard touchdown so they go in motion, and now Dorn, and it's going to give it up the middle this time. It's going to be Chambers, and Chambers gets to the 35-yard line. And I'm wondering where that play call was at the goal line. <laughs> yeah, at the goal line, they kind of got a little too too cute yeah. and trying to just, just give it that right there. I mean, I was, you know, Chambers at, at six foot, 225 pounds. He gets a four-yard head start. He's probably going to fall forward and pick up two yards. He would have, yeah. It's it's kind of interesting how everybody try When they get in the goal line, they try to do something different. First and ten at the 35. They give the Chambers to the right. He goes 30, 35, and he's out at about the 37-yard line. Again, of a couple uh, for him. It'll be second down and two at the 37-yard line. 35-7. to seven, Elder on top. 9-10 to go in the third quarter. Panthers scored a 94-yard touchdown pass from Schuster to Justin Ray. They've also scored on a couple of, uh, they play Flowers, 59-yard touchdown on a pass, and then a 38-yard pass to Lou Gottenry. Second down and eight at the 37 for the Middies. They set up with the quarterback, Coleman, in the backfield, looking to throw down the field. It's complete at the 46-yard line. And they got it right there. It's number 12. It's Max Johnson who gets the catch for the Middies right at the 46 their own 46 it'll be first down and 10 for the middies coleman finds max johnson just in a gap in the elder defense so you know back with all the different formations they got four guys spread out sometimes it's spreading these defensive backs pretty thin coleman gonna give it to the right side and this time it's gonna be the other running back across the 45 of elder and number 28 and eric schroeder with the carry for for Middletown. So they'll mark it at the Elder 46. It'll be second down and a couple, second down and two for Middletown. 35 to 7, Elder on top. Middle- 
where where, where were these runs, Len? Yeah. I mean, right now, I know. They're, they're picking up five and six yards and spreading it out. They just they keep spreading the guys out so that there's no second level. And, and I mean, that, that could have put points on a board. Second down and two from the 46. This time, Samari Freeman is back there, and he's going to get in. A little bit of help from his friends as well, Bradley Horsemeyer and everybody else. Yeah, a lot of purple jersey coming up and going to play. So now you're, you're looking at a, a third and two. Uh, what go through this drive? I feel like this is incredibly makeable. But like we said, look, they keep they keep playing in spurts where they have these great great drives, great possessions, and then the next one they can't get a hat on a hat, and then Elder gets a great push. Third and two at the 46-yard line for Middletown. Two wide receivers to the right side, and the give is to Chambers. Chambers at the 45 to the 43-yard line of Elder. That should be close to a first down, if not the first down stick. Yeah, I mean, right he got there. that one. Yeah. He got that one on his own. Yeah. He hit a hole that wasn't open and just piled through it. I mean, Chambers just piling through and picking up and earning those yards. So a first down and 10 for Middletown with 7.03 to play in the third quarter. Panthers 35 Middletown 7. Quick score update. Fairfield uh, has struck again and up 20-17 to 17 over St. Xavier. Call Banker scoreboard update. Uh, first down and 10 at the 43-yard line for Middletown. Shotgun for Coleman. Coleman goes to the right side, and it's the running back inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. Chambers again. And Samari Freeman got a hand on him. Yeah, Samari Freeman again just kind of is making some plays down there. Volkerdine as well. So the Panthers have, you know, again, two guys getting to the ball, having to bring down Chambers. I mean, he's tough to bring down. Middletown is just kind of continuing his drive, putting something together, running the football, something that we've seen at least twice now. If they've done that when they're in those short yardage situations, better results. Second and five from the 38. This time it's going to be, oh, he gets into the secondary. It's Chambers. And this time to the 28-yard line of Elder. So a gain of 10, on, and it'll be another first down for Middletown. Yeah, Bradley Hornschmeyer finally kind of ties him up and drops him. But, you know, Elder's just, just looking for guys on defense that, that can really get into Chambers and bring him down. I mean, he's if you try to take him on standing straight up, I mean, he's just going to he's gonna run you over. I mean, he's just a, a big body and a big guy. So that's what's been sustaining this drive. First down and 10 at the Elder 28-yard line for Middletown. One wide receiver left. They've got Coleman and Chambers in the backfield. Well, actually, check that. They've got Schroeder in the backfield to the left side. And now the give to the left side. It's going to be a sweep to Powell, the wide receiver. Nothing doing. He stopped at the 30-yard line. It's uh, Gutekunz and also Jimmy Finley and number 42, Bradley uh, Volkerding. Ben Volkerding, rather. is uh, Ben did a good job also. So three Panthers in on the stop. Yeah, Cameron Morgan coming in and with another uh, piece of it, too. But there's a, I mean, Chambers has been picking up five, six, two, three yards, and then you just try to run a, a pitch to the outside that Elder just whoop, comes up no. and gets. He's just overthinking a little bit. Go with your bread and butter. Second and a dozen from the 30-yard line. Three wide to the right, and now they give to Schroeder to the right side inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. Not much doing there. We'll go to the Caldwell Banker scoreboard update. Lakewood St. Ed's uh, over Stowe, 35 to nothing at the half. Fairfield leading St. X, 20 to 17. And Colerain now with a 7 nothing lead over Mason in the mid-second quarter. That game was delayed uh, till about 8 o'clock tonight, and uh, they're playing that one. Colerain leading it 
7 to nothing on the Caldwell Banker scoreboard update. This score here is 35-7 Elder. They lead it. It's a third and 10 for Middletown at the Elder 28-yard line. They've got Schroeder in it, running back to the right side. The quarterback is Coleman, going to keep it. He's going to roll to his right, looking to throw. Rolls to his left, now still with it. He's running across the 35, and now rolling back the other way. And he is tackled right at the 30-yard line. So not much doing there. He was kind of running left. He was running right and couldn't get away. And that, that's you know, Ben Volker, and he made the, made the play on that. And that's one that, you know, Coach Curran talking to him this week about the Elders' defense and what they're working on in practice, talking to their scout guys. And he just said, look, if we tell you to, to hit to hit the four hole, you know, really we want you to, if you see something else, take it. Because that's what Middletown's offense will do. And that was a good example of that prep this week. He just kept moving around, and Elder just kept him bracketed inside. Fourth and 12 from the 30-yard line, and Middletown is going to go for it. Two wide receivers to the left side and two to the right side. 3.20 to play in this third quarter, 35-7 Elder. They line up with Schroeder to the left side. Quarterback Coleman going to throw it down the field, and no one's there except for Finley. And Jimmy Finley off to the left side, and uh, that is incomplete. So it'll be Elder Panther football again. They... They get the plays to where you think they're going to move it again, and they just decide to change the play calling. And I understand it. You don't want to run the same play over and over again. But sometimes, Phil, run the ball down the throat, right? Yeah, I mean, I think Chambers is a – unless unless there's something, you know, maybe he, he's got to come out. He just, you know, can't keep – you can't keep running and running and running with him. But, I mean – He's picking up three yards, five yards, but the thing is, he's out here on defense, too. You know, he's out here on defense playing, so, I mean, he just seems like a guy that can just really pick up the yards. He does a great job earning them on his own, but they're just not able to, Middletown's just not able to get it to click. Yeah, yeah they took, uh, according to, it looks like he's he took him out of the game, Chambers, so he is out. Let's see if he comes back as a running back, but here's the Panthers. They'll set up first and 10 at the 30. The throw down to Ray again, and it's complete to the 35, and he's out of bounds at the Middletown 32-yard line. And a first down play, another big pass for the Panthers. That was a a huge play for the Panthers. We do have a Middletown uh, player who is injured on the sideline. Dr. Matt Bosom is out there right to him. So Yeah, Max Johnson, number 12, it looks like, is on the right side. So the Panthers get a play first and 10. At, they'll have it at the 30-yard line. Justin Ray, that's two big catches at a 94-yard completion, and that one was was uh, was beautiful as well. Yeah, another good pass by Schuster downfield in protection, but it, uh, he's, uh, he's back up. He's going to get off kind of on his own power, so we'll be getting back to uh, action here shortly. 3.02 to go here in quarter number three. The Panthers lead it 35-7. to We'll take a look at the Caldwell Banker uh, scoreboard, and let's take a look here. We've got Moeller leading over Hamilton, 27 to nothing. That at the half. In Dayton, uh, looks like the Wayne Warriors uh, 20, Kettering uh, Fairmount Firebirds 10 uh, there. So those are the scoreboard updates for for the Panthers. Uh, now they lead it 35-7. to They have a first and 10 at the 30-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the left side. Shotgun for Schoester back at the 35-yard line. Flowers goes in motion to the left side. And he comes back to the right side. The fake, the throw to Ray again for the touchdown again. 30 yards this time 
and the Panthers just put a dagger in. They lead it 41 to seven. And that was just a just a straight up. I'm gonna take you right out of the blocks and just beat you right off the line. And Joseph just had to throw that ball to the goal line. Justin Ray went out and got it, and he had about five lengths on this guy in coverage. So Max Lemaster coming out to, to kick this one. Greg Carlton with the snap and Mark Ottenry with the hold to, to make this game 42-7. to And they set up with, as you mentioned, Ottenry to hold this kick for Lemaster. It's up with the right foot and good. So with 2.57 left in the third quarter, it's all Elder. They lead it 42-7. to We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder is more than just the pit on Friday nights. It's 100 years of education, family, and community. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health, and as a 1993 Elder graduate, I'm particularly proud to be head team physician for the Panthers. I'm also proud to serve Cincinnati in the community that I grew up in and still call home. For all your sports medicine needs, Mercy Health is available to serve you. We're on the web at mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999, 513-347-9999. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. The Panthers score again. They lead it 42-7, to a 30-yard touchdown justin ray he had a 94 yarder earlier he had two catches for 70 yards on that drive a two-play 70-yard drive it took just 12 seconds we had a back-to-back 12-second offensive series for the panthers 252 left in this one and lamaster in the third quarter will look to kick this one off this time he's putting it in the end zone he tried to run it back out but that one will go into the end zone portion of tonight's elder game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith, and Jacob Lindsay of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grads, Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner, and Lindsay Financial Advisors at Morgan Stanley are currently scheduling wealth management consultations, 513-562-8304. Looks like it's going to be a week two in the postseason for the Panthers after tonight. They'll be back home next week. And we'll have Prep Sports Radio Network game night. We'll try to figure out who the Panthers' opponent is going to be. But a first down and 10 for the Middies at the 20-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side. And now the give to the right. And there's Chambers. Chambers is going to be hit back. And it's going to be Bradley Horschenmeyer taking him back for a loss. Yeah, and big play. Maddox Arnold, one of the first guys to kind of get to the pile, tie him up. And then the cleanup. I mean, that's what you got to do on a big guy. But now we're into the position, you know, under a, a minute and a half to go here in the third quarter. And the Panthers have an opportunity to get them off the field and get their offense back on pretty quick. Yeah, updating the Call of Bankers scoreboard. Fairfield leading St. X 21-20. And that's uh, with 6.31 to go in the third. Second down, 13. Ball at the 17-yard line. Setting up is Coleman. He's going to run it. No, looks like he's going to try to throw it, but he's going to be sacked back at the seven-yard line. Volkerding on the sack for the Panthers. Yeah, Ben Volkerding on the sack. Liam McKenna was the first one to get there, and then Volkerding cleaned it up. And, you know, you're talking about next week, Len, what's coming. So West High was up on Milford early, 8-6, to six, but currently it's uh, Milford all over West High, 49-8. to eight. Wow, that's a big turnaround. <laughs> 
49 seconds left in this one in the third quarter. Panthers have a 42-7 lead. It is a third and 21 for the Middies on the nine-yard line. Just to kind of an interesting thing happened here. You know, it was 28-7, to and they got a 95-yard kickoff return to start the half and did not score. And then the Panthers get a 94-yard touchdown on the next play, and then they get another touchdown. So this has kind of been in that situation. They go to the right side. It's Virgil Coleman, the throw. And it's complete to the 15-yard line, a gain of about five from the nine. So it was a third and 21 back at the nine. And that clock just keep keeps rolling here. So that was, that's going to be the last play here in the third quarter. And we'll be coming back with uh, Middletown punting the ball to Elder. That is the end of the third quarter of play with the score, Elder 42, Middletown 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at hoding.com. Welcome back to the pit at Elder High School. Starting the fourth quarter, the Middletown will be ready to punt this one on a fourth and 14 at the 16-yard line. Last time the Panthers uh, tried to field the punt, they had a, uh, it went off of Charlie Mormon. And Middletown got their only touchdown because of because of that. Looking at uh, Justin Ray, not a bad day. Four catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns. And Luke Flowers has eight carries, 101 yards, and two touchdowns. Ben Schuster, nine of 11, 278, and four touchdowns. Fourth down and 14 at the 16-yard line. They'll set up the punt and it's going to be a short kick and it's going to bounce at the 35 they get out of the way this time and middletown will download down it at about the 29 yard line of elder so great field position for the panthers but they did a good job getting away from the football everybody everybody in the stadium i think yelled about that short punt on that one so elder going to come out here excellent field position uh and going to be in a position where they're going to Run some uh, new guys out here on offense. So 11.42 to go here. That clock will roll right when Elder gets out here, and we'll keep moving. And the Panthers will set up now with Reuter at the 29. They go to the right side, set up with Davis. They go, oh, it's going to be the it's going to be Evan Meyer, the carry, inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. So Evan Meyer gets the carry for the Panthers. As they start pulling out a lot of the players now, as Reuter will get a chance to play here at the 25. They're going to mark it at the 20-yard line. It'll be second down and one with 11.05 to go here in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 42-7 lead. 
And they set up uh, wide to the right side. It's Tyler Ritchie to the right side. Reuter, Ritchie goes in motion. The give to Meyer up the middle inside the 15, and he gets to about the 14-yard line. A first down for the Panthers, and Evan Meyer getting a chance in here. Yeah, he's almost able to break one there, too. Got to the second level uh, and just just shook some guys off. So the Panthers are going to be moving on to, to, to next week, playing here at the pit, and, and obviously going to be going against Milford. So once this game's over, they'll start kind of digesting yeah. some of that film and, and moving on from there. Right now, Panthers have an opportunity getting some dip, some other guys into the football game. Uh, right now, the offense, though, it's not as the – wholesale shifts like we saw at the end of the senior night game you know kind of idea this is a little bit a little bit different yeah it's a little different they go meyer in motion to the left side reuter gets the snap the give to meyer up the middle and he gets inside uh, to around the 10 maybe he's still with it still moving and the seven to the five he's still with the football they're pushing him forward to the two to the one he's into the end zone and are they going to count that as a they're touchdown? Gonna, they're going to call. They're no. going to say his forward progress was yeah. stopped on the on the three. I was going to. So they're going to move right. it up, but they're going to say it was stopped at the three. Probably could have just let it roll in at this point, but you know, they're at the three yard line. It'll be first and goal. Evan Meyer with the carry, updating the call banker scoreboard. It's Saint X with a twenty-six to twenty-one lead over Fairfield. That in the third quarter as that game goes back and forth with uh, some North scores. Mentor thirty-five, Brunswick nothing. In the fourth quarter, that's a running clock. Two wide receivers to the right side on the first down and goal at the three. Reuter steps down. Meyer goes in motion to the right side. And now the give to Meyer. Spins to the right. Going to roll into the end zone for the touchdown. And Evan Meyer gets the touchdown for the Panthers this time on a three-yard touchdown run. This time he's definitely in the end zone, Phil. Yeah, he got in on that one just the outside. A little bit of a cut. Offensive line doing a great job blocking on that series, just getting right where they needed to be with their guy and continuing to move it. And Elder looks to add this extra point. It is 48-7 with 8.55 left here in the fourth quarter. And LeMaster will look to add it as they get ready to set up. Ottenreeb will hold it. Here comes the snap, a little movement on the line by... Middletown. As we wait to get this one reset, it's back and forth in that St. X Fairfield game. It's now St. X 26-21 over Fairfield. So that uh, 21-20 score where Fairfield was up with the 631 to go in the third quarter. So St. X has answered back 26-21. So probably getting down to the end of the third quarter. Uh, That's just a back and forth you know, football game. And another one of those that when you get into those 8-9 matchups, they're tough. Oh, absolutely. And uh, Lamazza will look to add this extra point, and the kick is up and good. So with 8.55 to go here in quarter number four, it's the Panthers 49. And Middletown 7 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. 
For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. This is Deacon Mark Machuga congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Getting ready to kick this one off. LeMaster will try to get this one into the end zone, and he does with 8.51 left in the fourth quarter, and the Panthers leading it 49-7. Just a two-hour drive away is the beautiful Kentucky Red River Gorge, and visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals to plan your perfect getaway. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals has almost every imaginable accommodation, cabin, campgrounds, a resort lodge, and much more. Visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Dot com and Phil, you got some scores update on the Caldwell Banker scoreboard. Yeah, so Stainex went for two to make it twenty-eight to twenty-one at this point. Wow, that's uh, and other scores. We've got some uh, Xenia leading over uh, actually Little Miami leading over Xenia twenty-one to fourteen. That with uh, two minutes to go in the third quarter, and it looks like Eat Eaton over Fenwick seventeen to fourteen. And McNichols, 42, Northridge, 6. We've got, we'll have all the scores after, too, on Prep Sports Radio Network game night uh, after this one. First and 10 at the 20-yard line, 49-7. to 7. It's the Panthers on top. They set up with Coleman looking to throw down the field. He rolls to his left. Now he decides to keep it, and nothing doing. He's going to be taken down right around the 16-yard line. And that was uh, Samari Freeman. Oh, check that. That was... Uh, Phil Owens, number 34. So Phil Owens making the tackle. Second and a dozen at the 18-yard line. The Panthers kind of making wholesale changes right now. With Henry Summers out here, you got, uh, well, they did keep some of the core out here as well. But they've got uh, 24, Zach Tab uh, out there. Now it's going to be the big fellow Chambers going to run it across the 20 to the 23-yard line as he goes up field here. And a lot of purple in on that tackle. Another score update on the Coldwell Banker scoreboard. It's now 28-28. to 28. St. Nixon Fairfield are tied with wow. 4.07 left in the third. That's a just a shootout. Interesting game going on. This one is 49-7. to seven. Elder on top. It's a third and seven coming from the 23-yard line for Middletown. They line up with Shields off to the left side. Third and seven from the 23-yard line, 49-7. to seven. The Panthers on top. They roll to the left side with Coleman. Coleman's going to throw it. It's complete at the 25. He's going to go outside. Dorn does, and he fumbles it out of the end, out of the uh, out of bounds, right around the 25-yard line. So not much on that one, but he fumbled it out of bounds. Yeah, and on that tackle for the Panthers there was Ryan Brass, who finally made it there. But looks like Middletown's going to come out and punt this one away. So Drew Murphy will go back. With 6.40 to go in the game, and the Panthers getting their offense back out. So look for more, you know, offensive subs, too. Elder trying probably getting in a few other guys, get them some reps. They'll set up uh, ready to punt this one away at the 11-yard line. Drew Murphy at the 40, at the 45. And the kick is high. Murphy's going to call for the fair catch, but he lets it bounce. And it bounces, takes a Elder bounce to the 42-yard line. So Elder will have it at their own 42-yard at the actually the 42-yard line of Middletown. 
So the Panthers get it with uh, 6.13 to go in this fourth quarter, 49-7. Stay tuned after the game. We'll have the Prep Sports Radio Network game night from here, and we'll uh, go over all of the scores. It's 28-28, Fairfield and St. X on the Call of Banker scoreboard. We'll try to keep you updated as we do it here with 49-7. The Panthers on top. The Panthers are going to get another time of possession. They probably will making wholesale changes. They had Reuter in at quarterback last time with Evan Meyer running back. Let's see, they've got uh, 86, which is Tyler Ritchie. Also, they've got 81. Beckenhoff at wide receiver. And they line up with setting up at the 50-yard line, a first and 10 at the 45, and they'll run it up the middle. Not much doing there. So the Panthers get to about the 43-yard line, a gain of maybe a yard for the Panthers. That was number 30, Austin Roddinghouse. So Roddinghouse will get some of the carries here, Phil. For the second and nine from the 43 with 535 and counting left in this fourth quarter. And they'll set up. With a second down and nine at the 43. Eli Roden. And just got an injured yeah. Middletown player on the field uh, right now. Just kind of came out of nowhere. A little bit of a cramp down there. And we'll take a quick timeout with 529 to go in the fourth. It's 49-7 Elder on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Jack Leiter in at quarterback now for the Panthers and the give to the right side, Roddinghouse. And Roddinghouse is going to get to the 40-yard line on that second down and nine. So Schlackleiter getting a little bit of opportunity here at the end. It's good for him. Yeah, get get another quarterback in, get him some reps outside of just in practice, running the other team stuff. You know, same thing with receivers and alignment. It just gives guys a game time opportunity to block some different guys and, and see some different schemes. Third down and five. The ball spotted at the 39-yard line, 4.50 to go here in the fourth. Schlackleiter, and he's got Roddinghouse to his right side, looking for the play here. Now they go in motion to the right side. And the give up the middle to Roddinghouse, and Roddinghouse gets to about the 39-yard line, right back to the line of scrimmage. And that's really about it for Roddinghouse. It'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers. At the, they'll set it up at the 39-yard line with 4.20 to go here in the fourth, 49-7. to Elder has the lead. See if Elder decides they'll probably just go for it here. So 4.08, and the clock continues to run. Panthers are going to advance to next week at the pit. They'll go shotgun for Schlacklider with three wide receivers to the right side. Now Roddinghouse will get the carry. He goes around the end to the 35, and he's about to the 32-yard line, and that should be enough for a first down. Yeah, he get, gets there, gets in the sticks. They wave him to move him forward. So the Elders' offense getting good at good reps here 
run, running some different, uh, you know, different stuff. Yeah. But the thing is, is you're blocking against guys that, you know, starters on a varsity team, Middletown, so it's a different look than you get in practice. The Panthers, you know, practice with the fresh or with the JV and varsity team together all through the season. So it's just a nice opportunity to give the guys that are running scouts so often for you a chance to get out there and get some live plays. Roddinghouse gets the ball to the 28-yard line of Middletown. Four yards on the carry for Roddinghouse at three minutes and seven seconds to go. Continues to run, 49-7. to Elder Panthers on top. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals in beautiful Kentucky. Red River Gorge, mega 12-bedroom cabins available for big groups or families. Only a short two-hour drive from Cincinnati. Check out all the activities, all the things to do at BreadRiverGorge.com. 2.45 left here in the fourth quarter. Stay tuned after the game. We'll have Prep Sports Radio Network game night. Before, we'll have the Cooper Electric star of the game coming up uh, after this one. And guaranteed to have another week, Phil Bengal, and that's always good. In the postseason, just keep going. Absolutely. Just keep rolling. Second and six from the thirty from the 28-yard line. Slacklider calls out the play. Goes to the right side, and now this time, Zach Tate gets the carry. Their five foot eleven, hundred fifty pound junior gets the carry for the Panthers. So it'll be a third and four coming up at the twenty six yard line for Elder. Two minutes and five seconds to go. Clock continues to run. Panthers, of course, in no hurry, leading forty nine to seven. Just want this one to be over and move on. And Shackleiter brings him to the line. Shotgun set up. And now they give up the middle. And again, it's going to be Tate. And Tate carries it down to the 15-yard line of Middletown. Nice game. Yeah, and I think Tate thought he was going to break that one yeah. a little bit. He saw pay dirt and went going through. And it finally, you know, a play on that one by a Thigpen for Middletown to make the make the tackle, but Elder still minute 24 to go. It's time to uh, to see if they can maybe break one of those runs and get it in the end zone. They'll mark it right at the 16-yard line. First down and 10, with a minute 10 to play. Clock continues to run. 49 to seven, Elder, and they will set up. Shack Leiter brings him. In the shotgun setup with 50 seconds. And Shackleiter will just take a knee with 19 with at the 21 yard line. So the Panthers take a knee. Gonna win this one. And that, you know, looking at it, it was probably a good move there. Oh, take yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could take another shot and get one with the Panthers going to back it up. And then once they start the play clock here, we'll see when they start it. But Elder will probably just snap it, take a knee, and then they'll just be able to, to go shake hands on this one. So Panthers started off this game in, in command on that the big running attack from, from Luke Flowers, and then ever since then it's just been a, a flurry of offensive plays by the Panthers. And that is it. That is the final score. The Elder Panthers 49 and the Middletown Mitty 7. The Panthers live for another day. They go on to next week at home at the pit. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Sports Medicine. As Elder celebrates its 100th anniversary, we are excited to continue our efforts to support Elder and its athletes in their pursuit of Altiora, the higher things. If you or your family is in need of our expertise in sports medicine, we are available on the heart of the west side on Bridgetown Road 
in downtown at our newest location at the FC Cincinnati Center of Excellence at TQL Stadium. Appointments are available online at mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, the Cooper Electric star of the game. Ben Schoester with 9 of 11 for 278 and four touchdowns. And Justin Ray with a tremendous night as well. Four catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns, including a 94-yard touchdown, a 30-yard touchdown, and he had another big reception. So the Panthers, as we look at those numbers, we get the official numbers now from the Silers as they come out with the stats. But, yeah, uh, Ben Schoester, 9 of 11, 278, four touchdowns. Uh, Luke Flowers had eight carries, 101 yards. But Justin Ray, four catches, 180 yards, and he put that one 94-yard drive into overdrive, Phil. He just kind of has that other gear that players don't have. Yeah, Ben shows there a great night tonight. A lot of scrambles, great yeah. throws, great throwing balls. And then Justin Ray being on the receiving end of two of those big catches. But you got to remember there was that one play – down here in the closed close side in the horseshoe to Carson Brown, yeah. where Ben Joster had a sack coming right up the middle. He stepped up, found hit, found Carson Brown right at the goal line. That kept that drive alive and allowed the Panthers to put the ball on. Ben Joster, Cooper Electric star of the game tonight. I think he had a fantastic yeah. night. A lot of other guys had great games yeah. too, but Ben really stood out tonight. Absolutely. And, you know, Ben has been one of those guys. He's been steady all season. Uh, the Panthers do a great job. You mentioned about, uh, you know, Carson Brown, uh, he had a. Not only did he have that touchdown, but he had the interception as well today. Right, yeah. He also <laughs> forgot gets, about gets, the interception. Gets credited for for an INT on that yeah, one. So, was, so good job. Yeah. You know, get get uh, get in the books. You know, you take a stat anywhere you can get it. Absolutely. You look at the first downs. The Elder Panthers had eighteen to thirteen over over Middletown. Uh, the total number of yards. The Panthers with four hundred fifty-seven yards to two hundred twenty-seven for Middletown. One of those games you put in, you know, the, the, there was a couple of interesting plays, the 95-yard kickoff return for the for the uh, to the 3-yard line that they didn't score, right? You look at Middletown a lot of and then the Panthers had a, a fumble on a, on a punt, but all in all, good way to look at it, good way to look at tape and move on. Right. You you, you know, you're going to briefly look at this game probably in your team meetings, but you're going to move on to looking at that Milford tape and starting to break down those games that you have and and starting to figure out those tendencies and, and where you're going next. So Milford be coming into the the pit next week. It'll be a, it'll be a great game. But tonight, you know, we're focused on this win against Middletown. He came out, you executed a game plan against a team that was going to throw some different stuff at you and, and make you really work. And, and Chambers was a great running back tonight that that 
reminded the Panthers that when they go through the playoffs, you know, a guy like that can be a game changer if you don't stick to your M.O. and make those tackles. So that's just another way of, of learning those things. Even in a game like this, you know, you might look at the score tomorrow if you didn't watch a game and think, well, the elder didn't learn anything. They definitely learned oh. something tonight, and that's going to carry over to next week and continue working. So I look forward to the to another week of playoff football. Absolutely. Looking at the scoring, uh, Luke Flowers scored the first touchdown on a 59-yard touchdown run to make it 7 nothing. He came back at the 232 mark. Uh, as Elder scored on a one-yard touchdown that time, Luke Flowers made it 14 to nothing. Carson Brown caught the pass in the end zone on the right side, a 17-yard pass from Ben Chosta to make it 21 to nothing. Uh, it was Dorn catching a 10-yard pass from Virgil Coleman to make it 21 to seven. Luke Ottenree with a 38-yard touchdown from Ben Schoester in the second to make it 28-7. to That's how it was at halftime. In the third quarter, Justin Ray, a 94-yard touchdown from Ben Schoester, uh, 35-7. to It was Ben Schoester to Justin Ray again, this time 30 yards for a touchdown to make it 42-7. to And then Evan Meyer closed out the scoring with 8.55 in the fourth quarter, 49-7. to We'll take a timeout, and we're going to come back with Prep Sports Radio Network game night, and we'll go through all the scores here and uh, look forward to week next week when uh, it'll be Milford coming to town against the Elder Panthers. So we'll take a timeout. We'll come back with Prep Sports Radio Network game night with Tom Kennedy, Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, the best show in the business, coming up next on the Prep Sports Radio Network. <gasps> Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. <laughs> And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 247-365-513-271-5000-271-5000. Hey, Panther fans. The doctors of the Westside Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Westside Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. It's time. The Prep Sports Radio Network game night. And now for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores. Let's go live. Here is Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. And we're back at the pit at Elder High School where the Panthers take care of business. They did what they had to do. They dominated the Middletown Middies 49-7. Running clock late in the second half. 
and the Panthers go on the win, and evidently they will be playing next week here against Tom Grippa's Milford Eagles. And uh, uh, Tom Grippa, of course, uh, coming back, longtime elder coach, back a long, long time ago. Uh, Doug Ramsey was the new kid on the black block, but now he is the winningest coach in elder history. So uh, you, you, you can't say any longer uh, – the student playing the teacher because it's really the roles are reversed. I think uh, uh, Doug has earned that right. So uh, uh, that'll be, a, a guys, a real interesting matchup. Yeah, it will be. There'll be a nice theme going into that game. <clears throat> like you said, uh, Tom Grippa, former coach of Elder and LaSalle, and, and now uh, leading the Milford uh, Eagles against uh, the Panthers and coming back to the pit to do it. Uh, but uh, it was very methodical tonight, Mark. I thought that the uh, Elder Panthers, just like I predicted, I said put, get get a stop against the middies and then score. And that's exactly what Elder did, although they gave up a 95-yard kickoff return. But then they didn't stop them. Yeah, <laughs> that that was unbelievable, that stop. Yeah, it was. Um, we're still uh, working feverishly to get scores This, you know, when you get to running – clock but uh, steve it looks like yeah, we're, uh, we're looking at scores i don't know turn me up here a little yeah, bit um but um we're gonna do the election result thing because our game kind of jutted ahead of a lot of them and, and you, you can and, certainly and, project and we're, we're, we're gonna i can project all of division one except the Corrine mason game which started late so that uh, that's that's the outlier in division one region four um molar late over hamilton 30 to 14, I, I think Moeller's got that in hand, and they'll move on probably to play St. X, who's up 35-28 late over Fairfield. But that uh, game's been going back and forth Yeah, all so, night long. I mean, in the time I took to say that, Fairfield could have scored another touchdown. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's one that we'll be looking at, uh, try to get a handle on before we leave the air. Um, so, that, I, I lied, that is the one other, one other game that, that we're not quite sure of. Uh, Springboro all over Oak Hills tonight, 42-10. to 10. Uh, The game you heard here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, Elder 49, Middletown 7. Goes on to play the uh, now 9-2 and two, uh, Milford Eagles. Uh, they won 56-8 to eight over the 10-seed West, West High uh, Mustangs, who uh, jumped out 8 to nothing. We thought, well, heck, this, this might be something going on here. And... Uh, uh, 56 unanswered points later, uh, 56 to 8, Milford over uh, Western Hills, Lakota West all over Lebanon, 43 to um, nothing, and I didn't have a final on the Princeton West Claremont. Um, I, I didn't write it down, but I believe the game is just about a final. But Princeton uh, is going to win that game. So Lakota West and Princeton will square off next week. Elder and Milford will square off next week. And uh, we don't know who Moeller's opponent or Springboro's opponent are going to be in Division One, Region 4. Moving down to uh, Division Two, Region 8, Winton Woods all over LaSalle tonight. Uh, game's not a final, but Winton Woods is going to move on, and they're going to face Ross, who's all over Northwest tonight. Uh, so the, the one seed will play the nine seed in, uh, in that. And Kings Withrow uh, will square off next week. Kings over Sydney tonight and Withrow over Loveland. So Kings and uh, Withrow will move on. If we get finals on, on these, uh, we'll give them um, 
Little Miami and Xenia. Little Miami is up late 24 to 14 over Xenia, but we don't have a final on that, and that game is still in contention. They'll play Ander. The winner of that game will play Anderson, who beat Troy tonight, uh, 44 to seven, and, um, and then Edgewood uh, ousted uh, Lima Senior tonight, and they'll play the uh, winner of the the, the uh, Piqua Stebbins game. So uh, Edgewood's got got that to look forward, and we don't have a final on uh, on the the Stebbins game there. Baden in Division Three is going to roll on they, over Woodward tonight. And uh, Monroe over Hughes up big. Division 4, Wyoming 44, Waverly nothing. And they'll play Shawnee next week to uh, the 8 seed beat the, the 9 seed Roger Bacon tonight. Or they were they were winning good enough to call that game. Clinton Massey 38, Uni Oto or whatever it is, uh, 38 to nothing. Clinton Massey uh and uh, they move on to play the winner of Urbana St. Paris, um, um, and then Alter beat Reading tonight, and uh, Eaton all over Fenwick, uh, 24 to 21. And they'll play McNick next week. McNick a winner over Northridge, Division Five Blanchester over Summit Country Day, uh, and they'll play the winner of, of Valley View. And uh, Carlisle, the the one, so they'll probably play Valley View, the one seed. They're always the one seed, it seems, in in Division Five, um, Region Twenty, I believe. And uh, in Division Six action, uh, Tri Village over Deer Park tonight, and they will play Cincinnati Country Day, who beat Eastern last or Eastern tonight. So uh, it'll be Tri Village and Cincinnati Country Day. Moving on in uh, Division Six. In Division 7, Estonia over Riverview East will play Springfield Central Catholic, who was a winner over St. Bernard Elmwood Place. And uh, Southeastern Local beat Cincinnati College Prep, and they'll play the winner of Fort Laramie St. Henry game. And Mechanicsburg won over Lachlan 41 to nothing, and they'll play the winner of the, the Minster Fort Recovery game, uh, uh, played elsewhere tonight and then in kentucky the only score i have right now is cubcath uh, 47 ryle 21 and those are that's kind of what i can project at this early uh time and we'll go back to the scoreboard and you guys uh do what you do i have a final out of the dayton area guys i had uh, i was fairmont 24 to 20 over the wayne warriors so uh that was 10 minutes ago so fairmont uh, beats the the Wayne Warriors wow. 24 yeah. to 20. Wayne was up uh, late in the game, so Fairmont comes back and gets the win. So, yeah. Uh, I'll try to find that one on my my brackets here, but uh, we're trying to paint all these in. Uh, older uh, week, uh, what is it? Week one, uh, we paid Pick Central. <laughs> uh, they went on the win in their opening round game against uh, Grove City. Uh, Pick Central won that one 42 to nothing up uh, in the Columbus area. Uh, Olentangy Liberty, a team that St. X beat earlier in the year, they knocked off uh, Whitmer, Toledo Whitmer, and they advanced as well. All these teams are teams that uh, potentially we could see down the road. St. Ed's was winning big over Monroe Falls. Don't have a final on that one. Uh, talk about a killing, uh, Cleveland Heights. Up in the Cleveland area, they knocked off Lorraine, uh, Lorraine Bates, uh, no, uh, 
70 to 6 wow. over Lorraine, and they will be. Say, say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so they will be playing Ignatius. Uh, oh, knocks long, off long Lorraine, sorry. John yeah. Marshall, uh, 33 to 6. So Cleveland Heights and St. Ignatius will be battling it up out in Cleveland. Medina uh, knocked off Strongsville tonight big. Uh, don't have the final of that one. And uh, Mentor uh, knocked off Brunswick. Uh, they will be playing the winter, the winner of Kent McKinley and Glen Oak, and we're trying to get the score of that. Of course, this game kind of got over soon. I'm going to head yeah, over to Mark, the election got, result to uh, Tom yeah, Kennedy here. I got <laughs> another final out of Region 3. Well, it's, it's close to a final, but uh, the Centerville Elks, Elks, they're ahead 34-21 to 21 with a minute left over Northmont. So we're going to say that uh, Centerville is going to hold on for that win against Northmont. All right. Trying to find that one. There it is. So we're trying to paint all these things in and uh, hopefully be able to paint the picture of it. But, of course, tonight here uh, you heard on the Prep Sports Radio Network, Elder knocks off Middletown 49-7. And I'd like to thank all the folks uh, in Middletown listening tonight on AM 910 WPFB, uh, part of the Sacred Heart Radio stations. Uh, we were coming in loud and proud in, in your hometown of Middletown, uh, tuning in tonight, listening to uh, the first round loss uh, by the Middies. But uh, good, good, good job, uh, well played, and, and the Elder Panthers advance here. Uh, once again, Muller Crusaders, a big, big winner tonight. Uh, the, the number one seed prevailed. We really didn't see any uh, upsets. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, there, there's uh, we, we we don't have the the final of the St. X Fairfield hasn't came came in yet, has it? Uh, the the biggest upset I've seen so far is Eaton over Fenwick, twenty four twenty one. Eaton a fourteen seed over a three. So I mean, that's the the biggest upset. Other other than that. You, you have a 10 beating the 7 in Anderson over Troy, and uh, a couple 9s have beaten a couple 8s, but that's, you know, very, very usual, you know, not to be unexpected. So. And, and six minutes ago I had the Mason-Corrain game just starting the second half, and the latest we had was uh, Corrain 7 and nothing. Yeah, that's the last score I've, I've yeah, seen. Yeah, and that's been a, like that for a while. So uh, Mason, obviously the higher seed, they're hosting the, the Cardinals uh, from Cole Rain. Of course, if you uh, didn't hear the news, uh, the Cole Rain uh, a bus carrying their players was involved in an auto auto accident heading to Mason High School. There was uh, somebody ran their machine into it. Yep, about eight people were injured. I don't believe anything was serious, but precautionary. They took them uh, to the university hospital up there uh, to get them checked out. And uh, that game got underway at eight o'clock, so that that one won't be getting done here probably till ten thirty, eleven o'clock. So we'll we'll keep following that. I don't think uh, we'll be on the air till that game is over with, but uh, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We're going to take a timeout here. You're listening to Prep Sports Radio Game Night. We're going to regroup, uh, look at uh, refresh all our computers uh, as scores are coming in from all over the state. And we'll get you caught up when we can right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. 
Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from all family to yours. And we are back at the pit at Elder High School. Uh, lights are still on. Uh, people are milling around the, the field and, and uh, waiting for their the players to come out. Uh, kind of a joyous, relaxed feeling when, once they win the game here at the pit at Elder. And, guys, uh, it was a very enjoyable night. Elder, methodical, businesslike, but the, probably the most impressive uh, stand of the night uh, they give up a huge return right after halftime. Uh, the Middletown Middies takes the ball down to the six-yard line, and the Elder Panthers hold them out, uh, turn them away on on downs. And the uh, very next play, Justin Ray, the longest touchdown of his uh, season, turns that thing around. What was the uh, the length of that run? Uh, 94 yards. 94 yards. Yeah. Uh, and it was slightly underthrown. He had a stop. Well, I was they He slowed down, caught the ball, and then literally turned it into a gear I hadn't seen him go into, and the separation was impressive. And uh, off he went. I know we were standing down on the other side where the the I think the online broadcasters from Middletown they were very impressed by his yeah. uh, moves there. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, you know, guys, if there's any, I mean, and we're looking at perfection. At least I I am in talking about this next topic. But the elder special teams at times this year uh, has reared its ugly head, and that's just something to keep an eye on, that it's important to, as you pl- make the playoffs and play on, uh, that you uh, eliminate turnovers and all three offensively, defensively, and special teams. You want them clicking on all cylinders. And uh, elder was able to overcome that tonight, but it's just something to keep an eye on. It's just uh, uh, just one of those things. But – Elder made a great play on defense, made great plays on defense, and then uh, offensively threw the bomb, and it was pretty much that was it. And Elder rolled 49-7 to tonight over Middletown. And we are still trying to plug in uh, the scores and, and putting them in their proper places here. Uh, as we talk, as, the, as we mentioned before, the, the Elder Panthers uh, – Finish this game with a running clock, and that got us a little ahead of schedule. But uh, we will be playing here next week. Uh, once again, it's an OHSAA 
sanctioned uh, thing, so you have to buy the tickets. Uh, I guess online is how you do that, and and uh, you know follow the directions. The Elder Panthers will uh, will have that on the website and how you do it. So I got one update here. Six minutes and twenty three seconds left in the fourth quarter. It's Saint X forty two Fairfield twenty eight. We're going to call that one. Yes, uh, we I are. I think the the bombers will advance and uh, move on. So uh, Lenny's back here. He's probably saying, "Where? When are we going to get out of here?" <laughs> it's a we, so, we we never want to leave. Yeah. So Steve, with that Saint X score, uh, would they would Saint X face Moeller then in the next? Yeah, round? be Saint X and and Moeller um, in that game. At, At Moeller, you know, or wherever Moeller is, Norwood. Yeah. So, anyway, that game that game will be at Moeller. So, looking at Division One, it'll be uh, Moeller and Saint X squaring off next week, and then Oak Hills, and then Colerain Mason. Is, we don't know who's. And, and that'll be. Yeah, a we while. don't know who Springboro's playing. Right. Uh, Oak Hills lost to, to Springboro forty-two to ten. Yeah. So uh, Springboro will either play Mason or Colerain, and then. Elder and Milford will square off here at Elder, and then at Lakota West, it'll be uh, Princeton and Lakota West squaring off. So the, those are your games, Division One, um, uh, uh, Region 4. Division Two, Region 8, uh, Winton Woods will play Ross. Ross a 41-7 to victor over uh, Northwest tonight. So Winton Woods and Ross will play. Kings and Withrow will, will play the, the the four seed. Will play the five seed, and uh, we don't Little Miami Xenia. We don't have a final on that. Uh, the game late was 21-14 uh, uh, Xenia or Little Miami over Xenia, and uh, they'll play uh, Anderson. So Anderson waiting on, on the final of that game to see who they play. And then Edgewood moves on to play the winner of Pickwood uh, uh, Stibens game. Uh, that's a six. Versus an 11 seed game that the, the number three Edgewood is waiting on. In uh, Division Three, we know Baden's moving on, and uh, Monroe beat uh, Hughes tonight, 53 to 15, and Hughes is moving on. In Division Four, Wyoming's moving on to play Shawnee, and Clinton Massey is uh, moving on, I believe, to play Taft, and uh, Alter uh, mild upset over Reading tonight, a 10 over the seven. Um, one twenty-one to fourteen, and Alter will move on to play. Um, uh, they'll, they'll play Taft. Um, Clinton Massey will play the winner of the Urbana St. Paris game. Sorry about that. And uh, Eaton uh, will move on to play McNick. I got a, an update on the Little Miami Xenia. It's in the first overtime, all tied up at twenty-one to twenty-one. So that doesn't help update the scoreboard, but uh, they're in their first overtime period and. Little Miami 21 at Xenia 21. Okay. So. First overtime. So Anderson uh, you know, uh, waiting to see who, who, who they're going to face and where they're going to go. Um, if uh, if Xenia wins, uh, they'll, they'll go to Xenia. If Little Miami wins, it'll look like Anderson will host because it'll okay. be the higher seed. Um, so An- Anderson, a uh, lot riding on the, on the overtime game there. And um, like I said, Eaton will play McNick, Division 5. We've got Blanchester moving on. And uh, Zane Trace beat Clark Montessori tonight. And uh, Zane Trace will be playing Madeira next week. Um, we don't have a final on the Waynesville Northeastern game. But the winner of that game will play Brookville, who beat Purcell Marion tonight. 
um, Deer Park lost to Tri-Village, and uh, Tri-Village will be playing Cincinnati Country Day next week, who won 27-20 to 20 over Eastern um, in Division uh, 6 action. In Division 7, Estonia 56, Riverview East nothing. Uh, Springfield Central Catholic over St. Bernard Elmwood Place. So Estonia, the number one seed, will play the eight seed. Um, Springfield Central Catholic and uh, Southeastern Local uh, is awaiting the winner of the, the Fort Laramie-St. Henry game. They won that game over Cincinnati College Prep. And Mechanicsburg, 41, Lachlan, nothing. And uh, let's take one look south of the border. Um, it was Corbin, 42, Campbell County, nothing. Beachwood, 26, Newport Central Catholic, 9, Ludlow, 26, Holy Cross, 10. It's Covington Catholic over Ryle, 47 to 21. In playoff action in Indiana, 3A action. Lawrenceburg moves on. They beat Greensburg tonight, um, 28 to nothing. And East Central over Silver Creek, 42 to 6. All right. Well, that's about all we have. Uh, I think we, we've covered all the what we can. Uh, the lights are going dark here. I think that they, they'd like us to move on, and they're closing up. What we do know is next week the Elder Panthers will be playing host to the Milford Eagles. Will be heading over. Tom Cripple will be having their guys uh, fired up as they come out here, uh, and he'd like to get another win here at the pit. But I I, I like Elder's chances, guys. I think uh, the 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 12th man will be here. Uh, good crowd tonight, but I think we can do better next week. Uh, uh, it, it definitely is going to be a, a more exciting uh, matchup. Quick look at, at Milford before we step out. Uh, they, they were 8-2 and two on the season, 9-2 uh, and two with, with their win tonight. Uh, they, they defeated um, Edgewood, Lebanon, Loveland, Anderson. They're lost, they lost to Kings uh, 41-7. to seven. They beat Little Miami. They beat Walnut Hills. They lost to Winton Woods, uh, twenty-eight to fourteen. They beat West Claremont. They beat Turpin, and then uh, then they beat West High in, in tonight, um, uh, sixty-two to eight. Not taking a knee towards the end, obviously. <laughs> but you get the kids out there, and they're they're going to go, and they're going to they're going to do what they want to do. And, and you know, the kids sitting on the bench all year, he gets a chance to score. He's going for it, so. Yeah, n- no problem with that. Um, so uh, you, know, you look at look at their opponents. Uh, Edgewood was nine and one. Lebanon four and six. Loveland four and six. Anderson five and five. Kings that that the, they the, the, they lost to was nine and one. Little Miami three and seven. Walnut Hills zero and ten. Winton Woods that they lost to ten and zero. West Claremont five and five. So they they've not really beat a team with a five better than five hundred record all season. So. That's something to, to uh, consider as, as you're filling yeah, you your score sheets for next week. you got to like Elder's chances going against uh, Milford next week. They're playing at the pit. Mark, you mentioned that if they can get the uh, Elder's 12th man and the fans behind them. And I think Elder's their own worst enemy. They take care of the ball and do what they've been doing, uh, you know, for the last month or so. Uh, they should be looking at a, at a matchup. The following week on a neutral site, against Lakota West, which would be the semifinals of Region 4. Yeah, and it always seems to be that neutral site of the GMC Stadium. It's like Mason. Mason, Mason yeah. the, the wind, the <laughs> wind, the wind tunnel at Mason. Yeah, yeah. and the temperature book, will book drop it. 50 degrees. Uh, yeah, book it. Big night for Ben Schuster tonight, 9 for 11 for 278 yards, and, of course, his favorite receiver, 
tonight was Justin Ray, who had four receptions for 180 yards. One of them was his 94-yard touchdown in the second quarter. Luke Ottenreeb had two receptions for 62 yards. Carson Brown had a, a two for 33, one touchdown. A big, big night also for Luke Flowers, who had 98 yards uh, or 101 yards uh, rushing on eight tries. Uh, and uh, the, that you, you get that balance of rushing and passing, uh, you're going to win a lot of it's games. Tough to beat. Big, big night also uh, for the, the defense. Uh, they, they were really, uh, anytime Middletown had a, a glimmer of hope, they tightened up and uh, shut them down. So it was an impressive night on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. It obviously, 49 to 7 outcome uh, that'll go anytime. Guys, any last thoughts? No, Carson Brown is my star of the game. He had a great game. So, <laughs> and Justin Ray, let's face it. Yeah. What he did in the uh, third quarter alone, uh, just a just an overall great win for the Elder Panthers. They needed they did what they needed to do. They left any doubt doubters looking at this score, forget it. You're not going to come into the pit and surprise Elder. Uh, Elder is going to you know, if they don't beat themselves, you're gonna you're in for a dogfight this year against the Panthers. Well, I'd like to thank Paul Lackman, who is uh, at the studio producing tonight. Of course, Len Harvey, our play-by-play announcer, uh, alongside of his color analyst Phil Bengal. They do a great job. Thank you guys very much. Of course, my co-host Tom Kennedy, Steve Bengal, myself, Mark Bengal, will be joining you next week here at the Pit on AM 740, AM 910, and FM 89.5. And of course, thank you to all who listen on the 24 different time zones throughout the world. We get reports and thank yous from all over the place, uh, all the way out to the West Coast, to the East Coast. We thank you all for listening uh, tonight. So that's all the time we have for the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Mark Bang. We'll be back next week right here on AM 740. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg and by Brosart Pharmacy, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com, The Urology Group, Roosters Restaurant, Joseph Toyota on Coleraine, Holding Realtors, Fuller Information Technology, Coldwell Banker, Bronze Roost, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Cooper Electric, Red Team at Morgan Stanley, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Cincinnati Cyclones Hockey, TicketJungle.com, and Skyline Chili. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.